three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Rock. Gene Mutable. Nope. Greg. <laughs> the Mass Press Massey. And the Rat of a Red Baron. Bone marrow, bone marrow, bone marrow, bone Welcome to another installation of Getting Sports with Drunk, live on the PPRN radio network. We're here. Deal with it. Starting lineups. Reader. Well, I had a pre-show leak into show Miller Highlife, courtesy of the Riddler. And I will be drinking from the Souls Collection, Sun Lab, by Motionless is the name of the brewery? I don't know. By, okay, that's... Motionless by Sun Lab. Motionless by Sun Lab. It looks like it was made on Microsoft Paint. You couldn't do that on Microsoft Paint. I could not. I could give you a year and you still wouldn't be able to do that. You should see when I try to write my name on Microsoft Paint. On Microsoft Paint? Yeah, I screwed it up. Massey? Uh, right now I'm just drinking water, but I may dip into something a little bit later. Ooh, a dip for Mass. What is it? I don't know. Go downstairs and see what I have. Oh, I thought I thought you were like foreshadowing the yellowtail. <laughs> no. Was that Pinot Grigio <laughs> that you showed us or Sauvignon Blanc? <laughs> No, it wasn't. Pinot Grigio. I'm not drinking cooking wine. I mean, like yellowtail's drinkable. It's it not. Is. It's not like the worst shit out there. Souls. Uh, from Sloop Brewing, located in Hampton, New Hampshire, I am drinking Green Island, a tropical IPA. Mock. Water. <laughs> one more day. Hey man, you only got one more day. Yeah, but he's got a week till the next show. <laughs> we have back-to-back nights, then. What? Never mind. Don't worry about me. Oh, because Sunday and Monday? Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm drinking somewhere between 6 and 11 Miller High Life tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, crack him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, that's just out of order. Kyle. Yeah, you do the toast first. But I wanted to crack. Them, o- anyway. Only been doing the show for about what? We we'll call it five years. <laughs> Three hundred episodes or so. <laughs> Kyle, just, time to change know, it up. Kicks down the door. It's time to change it up. Kyle just Kool Aid manning his way into this fucking room. <laughs> hey, can you guys do your beer reviews before? You get beer? <laughs> yeah. Well, this looks like it's going to be a beer. <laughs> uh, toasts of excellence. Now, Massey, are we executing our trade? We are not. I'm actually going to say that toast of excellence. I'm putting on. Huh? I'm putting that toast of excellence on hold. We can still trade it if you want. Um. Let, let's let Kendall go first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That'd be so mean. Uh, I do have two toasts. The first being to Ben Roethlisberger retiring from the NFL after 18 years. Um, Brought a lot of joy to us Steelers fans. It'll be very sad uh, to know that next year he won't be playing for us. 
Um, no, this rat jumps first, then takes my turn. <laughs> Mark texts me separately. It's like, it's fine. And then, I don't know if you guys saw this. I enjoyed this a lot. There was an interview with uh, Dexter Fowler, and they were asking him who... who? <laughs> who he thought should be on the uh, cover of MLB The Show, and he said the owners. That's very, that's very <laughs> funny. Um, Who's that? Dexter Fowler. <laughs> I have four toasts, so I'll go next. To rip through these. Uh, one of them is to the Chicago Bulls for uh, leading the league so far in attendance per game. Good for them. Makes them happy. Um... Uh, two. Uh, number two is to the uh, the legacy and the the the, the life of Steve Strauss, who none of you guys are gonna know who that is, but he uh, he was the longtime owner of uh, Chicago sports staple uh, bar Sluggers. He passed away today. Um, I never really had the chance to go to. Slug- I mean, I went to Sluggers once, but like, not like I was there regularly because I you know when I used to go to Chicago all the time, it was before I was of age. So, but it's a Chicago staple guy, and you know, it's my home. I'm oh, sorry, did you say how old? Or? No, I didn't say how old, so don't apologize. Um, <laughs> number three is to uh, hockey, once again, showing why it's the best sport in terms of uh, making the, the fans happy and excited, um, because as they tend to do, uh, hockey teams incorporate their whole team in the process of, of bringing in major changes. So today it was announced that the Blackhawks are going to be looking for their new GM, and their search committee is represented by um, two higher-ups in the organization, Eddie Olchek, the announcer and ex-Chicago Blackhawks player, Marion Hossa, three-time Chicago Blackhawks Stanley Cup winner, Patrick Sharp, three-time Stanley Cup Blackhawks winner, and Jonathan Taze. So... They're bringing, you know, people that played for the organization and know what the organization is about get to really help make the decision on who comes in and runs things. Um, that's cool. And then my last one is to uh, the city of Cincinnati. So I thought that was cool that they decided that they were going to, um, regardless of the outcome, kids get the day off after the Super Bowl from school. Mm, cool. Yeah, but we live in shitty New England with the shitty Giants <laughs> and the shitty Patriots, so we don't get days off from school. Yep. Speaking of the Giants, my toast is to new head coach, um, Coach DeBall. That's Dayball. From. Come on, is man. Is it Dayball? don't even know your own coach. I, I Jeez. Here's the thing. I've seen different videos, and it's been pronounced different ways. Next thing you know, next week this guy's going to come on and be like, oh, man, to the new head of hair that my coach has. He's bald, man. He's a, you watch. I mean, this guy didn't even know. Who, I don't think this guy's even a Giants fan. I think he's been lying to us. I think he's a San Francisco Giants fan. No, no, no. But um, no, I'm I'm happy with the hire. So welcome, welcome to New York. Kendall, whose turn is it? <laughs> uh, the souls go no. My toast of excellence is to Najee Harris for replacing Joe Mixon in the Pro Bowl. I had another one, but I can't remember what it was. I dipped it earlier on in the year, in the week, and I forgot what it was. That's why I don't really like dip stuff, a whole lot of stuff in the uh, the chat. I just screenshot things. I keep a little <laughs> folder of screenshots throughout the week. If people say them, I scroll past. I usually, coming into the show, I usually have anywhere between 10 and 30 Toast of Excellence. 
and then I just narrowed down to like five. <laughs> I, I oh, you had another one. Coast. What? You had another one. I did. Yeah, let's do some Flyers player. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Keith Yandel. Yeah, Keith Yandel for becoming the NHL Iron Man, playing most consecutive games. Hmm. But I forgot about that one because that one happened like Monday night after we recorded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that one was the was the oldest of the toast of excellence in the book. Also, did you know that Domino's most busiest day of all time was the uh, O.J. Simpson car chase? Really? Yeah. Really? That was the busiest day in Domino's history. I did not know that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> My first thought would be, "Honey, come in here. OJ's on the run. We got to order." <laughs> yeah, sit down. Forget what you're cooking. Well, it's probably one of those things that people sat down like to watch it, and then they didn't realize that it was going to last as long as it did. <laughs> so they were just like, "Well, fuck, I can't not watch this." So it's like, Domino's, can you send me three noids? And <laughs> uh, just Massey. Well, I'm still waiting to know if we're going to execute this trade or not. Oh. We're not going to execute the trade, so go ahead. No, it's your turn. But I just wanted to know I'm if you're going to... I'm also not saying that one yet. Um, well, you can't say it at all. I dibsed it. No, I'm not saying the one you want to trade for. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just trade it, and then I'll save it for later, and you can have the other one. No, I want it because I dibsed it. All right. Um... Mine is to Sean McVay for good history reached the Super Bowl before one of Belichick's did. Now you can crack them. (laughs) Souls, reseal it. (laughs) I will not. Souls, just put some masking tape over it and then peel it off. (laughs) All right. Delicious. Topic time. Topic time. Who's topic got... time, babe. Who's got oh, what's the uh, is the Elvis Duran show the Topic Train song? Yeah. Greg T's Topic Train. Yeah, he's not there anymore though. Nope. That show sucks now. It's been a little while since I've really tuned in. All right, who has a topic? Who wants to go first? I'll you go want me first. to go first? No, I'll go first. Yeah, I wanted to go mine, first. Mine, mine's quick. Uh, all right. All right. So, it's been reported that... It's been reported that Devontae Adams is seeking $30 million a year in his next contract. Um, he didn't... There's been no stating on to what like, he wants the duration of the contract to be, but he basically just wants to make $30 million a year. So I don't know if that means he wants like a two-year, like $58 million contract, or if he wants like a four-year, $120 million year contract, whatever. I don't know. They didn't give duration. I I want some whatever smoking. So I guess the, the, the topic then is if he's at, if he wants 30, I mean, granted the Packers have the choice to franchise tag him. They have that choice. But there is a real-world possibility that they just can't afford to franchise that. Because mm-hmm. it's going to cost them about $19 million to do that. So there's a real-world possibility that they, they can't tag him. I think they, they make it happen. But let's just say there's a world where they can't do it. 
So he's going to get a contract. He's going to get a contract no matter what. So do you think somebody's willing to pay $30 million a year? Because he's going to be 30 on Christmas Eve this year. So he's going to be 30 this year. Do you think someone's willing to give him the $30 million on like two years like for like a team that's like right there on the cusp? If not, what do you think his actual value is per year? I do think somebody's willing to give it to him. I think it'd be like, what was that? I do too, but I think it's not going to be a contender. I think it is a contender. I think it, it could be like the Raiders or... Um, well, I don't think... I, that's why I said. like I didn't say like a Super Bowl team. I think it, like a fringe team. Like a Raiders, yeah. a Chargers... Like something like somebody that like either didn't make the playoffs this year or did make it, but like really wasn't a threat, you know, like something like that. You know, you know who could afford him next year? And it would be miserable. Can you imagine the Cincinnati Bengals with Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins? Could you imagine how many targets they wouldn't get because Joe Burrow would be dead? <laughs> yeah. You just spent. Um, hey, we're gonna spend thirty million on our wide receiver, and then we're just gonna let the offensive line kind of do its thing. Right, and he's dead. So I, I mean, here's the thing too. To kind of, I mean, I don't know if any of the owners would kind of sign on to that because that that like almost like breaks the wide receiver market. You know, like it, it would be such a a leap to go from like the current highest paid to you know like. The, the Rams did it with Todd Gurley in 2017. Admittedly, it didn't work out because of his injury, but it's just such a I don't I don't know I, I can't see a team paying a, a one wide receiver 30 million. It well I agree it's such a risk and it, it, in a lot of ways it's like the whole running back thing. And what Paul it's, said it's not a it's not really a, it's not a leap though. No. I mean in in the sense well the thing is we, we no, I mean like it's not a leap in terms of breaking the market like Mock said. Right. Who's the, high- who's the highest paid receiver? DeAndre right? Hopkins at twenty eight mil. Jesus. He's making twenty seven point eight million dollars in twenty twenty two, I think, from the yeah. Cardinals. Noticed- I mean, down from there is that or sorry, DeAndre Hopkins made twenty seven point eight mil this past season. And then below that was and then, then it was a jump down because then it was Julio Keenan, Amari Cooper, Michael Thomas, Galladay, Hill, and Beckham. Right. I mean, but this has been a, it's been a continuing trend that just like every we'll call it two to three years, someone else has just become the highest played. Whatever. Well, I mean, you got to figure too these these think of, like think of these teams. I mean, for for every team like the Packers and the Saints that have to come up with you know a bajillion dollars out of their butts to make room for just having a roster, let alone stars. There's teams that are going into this season with thirty five million in cap space and are projected to get another thirty million when the cap goes up to two hundred eight. Yeah. I think so, I mean, this... if you're going in the offseason with sixty million dollars, right? If you can, if Devontae Adams is cool doing a two-year contract, well, that's what I was gonna say. I think this is a situation where he just plays a little short thing and gets the money he wants. Yeah, I mean, he's thirty years old. I, no, I don't think anyone's gonna sign him to a thirty million dollar a year contract for five years. But I think someone might be willing to pay him thirty mil for two. Because the thing too is, is all these receivers that are going to be making that are like these big buck receivers. The majority of them are con- like you think of like all the receivers that have been doing really well over the past like four like three to three to four years. The only one that's really kind of made noise about wanting to leave it would maybe be Justin Jefferson. I mean, I don't think Cup's going to be leaving the Rams. Hopkins has already been moved, and he seems to like it in Arizona. 
Hill's more than content. I mean, Michael Thomas might want to jump ship at some point, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, I mean, I think Keenan Allen would want to stay a Charger. I think he's happy to have someone like Herbert, you know. I mean, I don't think, you know, Amari Cooper really has a disdain for Dallas. You know, like, I'm just like some of these like high paid guys or, you know, or elite guys, because they're both, you know, some of these guys are not in both categories, but like, they're kind of content with where they're, you know, receivers, high end receivers like that. You know, we see all these players like jump around and stuff like that, but you really don't see like these like top five players move around a lot. It's, It's big news when it happens. I mean, other than Peyton Manning, like, it was Peyton Manning, and then there was Brady. But, like, how many, like, since we've been watching football, how many, like, real, like, high-profile quarterbacks have been like, fuck it, I'm going into free agency? Kyle Orton. <laughs> yeah, who could forget with Kyle Orton? Tom Brady, Kirk Cousins. Not- but Kirk Cousins wasn't high-profile. Like, Kirk, like, Kirk Cousins was going to get money because it's the quarterback position. But it's not like you know. It, it's not like Kurt, like the the league broke. I mean, like when when Peyton Manning decided, like when when him and the Colts decided they were going to part ways, and Peyton Manning was going to go into free agency. Did he go to free agency or did he get traded? I mean, went to free agency. Wait, but like when he went to free agency, there's team like like in today's NFL, like you're looking at it. So like, let's say you're a team like, for example, like the um like Aaron Rodgers, right? Like if Aaron Rodgers decides, I know he's not a free agent, but Aaron Rodgers is. Let's just say he was a free agent this year. He's going to go test free agency. If you're a team like Oakland or Vegas, I mean, like, you would consider dumping Carr for Rodgers. Like, like Carr is, like, a decent quarterback. You would consider dumping him for a player like Rodgers. Like, Kirk Cousins, like, if you, if you had Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins became available, you wouldn't be like, all right, I got to get rid of Carr to get to Cousins. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that type of situation, you know. But, like, there's – I mean – there's some teams that you know if like Rodgers was a, was an actual free agent. There's some teams that have quarterbacks on rookie deals that might consider just jumping chip and going straight to him to bypass that contender type thing. You know, I mean, really, other than Brady and like the Brady thing, really, I don't think the Brady thing really was ever a free agency thing. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I think he had his mind set on. I mean, there was talks about him interviewing with teams. I'm sure he like scouted options because he's a smart guy. He wasn't just like, this is where I'm going no matter what. Like, he wanted to see what was out there. But, I mean, I think he had his heart set on Tampa the whole time. Yeah. I don't remember how the Terrell Owens thing played out from San Francisco to Philadelphia. I don't know if that was a trade or, or if it was free agency, but that would be perhaps someone kind of in that realm of high profile at the time. Randy Moss? Um, see, the Randy Moss thing is very interesting because his time in Oakland was just – not that it was dismal, but it just was not – anything like his Minnesota time. So it was kind of like that from the move afterwards was just like a, a, a career revival in a way. Well, well, I, I think that, I think the difference too, to keep in mind is like this, there's times where the big time, you know, the top three, top five guy moves at the end of his career. Like in their prime, it doesn't happen very often. Antonio Brown. Well, he just went nuts. Yeah, about the time, it's a big deal. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Who do you think is the highest paid wide receiver of all time? Like, in terms of, like, total earnings. Hmm. Not counting endorsements, just paid from the NFL. It's going to be someone stupid, isn't it? No. <laughs> I mean, my immediate gut reaction was Jay Rice because he played for 20 years, but the money was just different then. Um, I'm going to say Terrell Owens. 
I'll give you a hint. This isn't really much of a hint, but this guy may, is currently at $40 million above the second place guy. Hmm. So he's still playing. Hmm? Is he still playing? No. The second guy is still playing, though. I'm going to... Uh... Um... I'll stick with Rice. Mass, you have a guess? What? Have you even been listening? Not for that last part, no. I apologize. Right. Mark, you got a guess? Uh I mean I'm trying to I'm trying to think of who could be other than Jerry Rice, but I I just played for so long. So what was the question? Who do you think is the number one paid receiver all time in total earnings from the NFL? Larry Fitzgerald. Bingo. Wow. $180 Julio Jones is second at 140 Julio Jones has made a lot of money. It's funny. He's also just been around forever. From a receiver standpoint. That's true. Yeah. It's what you don't think of Fitzgerald just because, I don't know if it's because of the type of player he is. Yeah, he's he's not a money whore. Yeah, you never see, oh, here's Fitzgerald in, you know, his 2020 whatever. But you figure, I mean, I remember reading an article, like, from 2005 to 2016, every, all of his, he made it so that all of his incentives and his contract for every year were all based on the amount of catches he got. (laughs) He never wanted it to be based on yards, never wanted to be, because he didn't want to be a stat hoarder. He wanted to be based on catches, because he's like, he's like, if I don't drop the ball... Then I can't. I'm not. He's like, that's the only way I can hurt myself. He goes, I can't make my my quarterback target me more. He goes, it forces me to get open and it forces me to catch the ball. He goes, touchdowns and yards, it forces you to do things that might not be smart. And I was like, good for you, man. That's a smart fellow right there. Any other topics? Uh, uh, remember what it was going to be. Oh. The concept of super teams. So, yes. <laughs> for many years, in 2017 specifically, it's been, oh, the Rams are all in this year. Oh, the Rams are all in on that. Oh, they're not going to salary cap. Oh, they're not going to have money. And going all in has brought them a super, or brought them to the Super Bowl uh, two weeks away from winning it. Um, a building method that was far decried throughout the league of not going to work has seemingly worked twice. It's gotten them there twice. They didn't win the first one. They're going to win the second one. But Fucking better. You bought your team the first time? I mean, you brought in a lot of high-profile free agents to try and get better. You brought in Whitworth. You traded for Marcus Peters. Uh... You traded for a cape to leave. Uh, I forgot they had both of those guys. <laughs> um, and I mean, it's it's something that a lot of people said wasn't working. Now we're twice in a bad position to be able to bring back Von and OBJ next year. Now, at this point, do you think we 
start valuing first round picks a little less and start going for established veterans and trying to build that way? Or do you think we still see the status quo maintained? The status quo is going to maintain. I mean, there's always going to be exceptions to the rule. I mean, this is not something that you could base every franchise off of. There's just no way it's it's not sustainable. What you're um, saying, what you're here's what you're, what you're saying is very accurate. But at the same time, let's say you guys do decide to win it, and okay, so Weddle's going to retire. Von Miller maybe decides to retire. OBJ decides to go get a big bag somewhere else. Um, you know, Donald decides that he's going to retire. Stafford might decide to hang it up now that he's got the ring. And now all of a sudden you're left with absolutely nothing. Sure. So, I mean, like, that's the thing. I mean, like, it, it, it won't be that extreme. But when you do the veteran card, like, especially because a lot of the time, like, like the Stafford thing was, like, the exception. But, like, the Von Miller thing, like, it's not like you got prime Von Miller. OBJ was... Dominant in the in the postseason. So you're going to tell me the, that Von Miller that you have is the same Von Miller from the 2015 Broncos? No, but it's not that's like Prime Von Miller. So you don't have Prime Von Miller. He might still be he's still good. He's Von Miller, but you don't have Prime Von Miller. If you had Prime Von Miller, he would have six sacks in the postseason with four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, and a touchdown. Because that's pretty much what he did for the Broncos run. You don't have Prime Von Miller. You were gift hand. You were you, you know you you don't you don't have Prime Eric Weddle. You were gift wrapped OBJ who, you know, I think most people would argue was being wrongly u- utilized in Cleveland. I don't, you know, I don't think it's not like OBJ just all of a sudden had a resurgence of talent. He just didn't, that scheme never worked. So yeah. like, I, like, so from the standpoint, it's like, you guys, like, you did all the right things, but you guys also kind of got the luck of the draw this season. Sure. I mean, I think any season has the luck of the draw in it. No, but I mean, but like, so... Like, in order to do things the way you're doing, every team has to hope that halfway through the season that they're going to get, you know, uh, an all-pro, Pro Bowl wide receiver and a defensive player of the year, arguably best defensive player in a franchise's history. Like, like you have to hope for those types of things. Because those those guys are the impact players that helped you get to the Super Bowl. Well, sure. So, I don't think that, like, I don't think buying... I don't, I don't think buying your team is something that can be done. Like, cause the other thing too is, is like, you guys don't have to value first round picks because you drafted well ahead of time. So in order for this to happen, you need a team that's already drafted well so that they don't have to worry about cap space and then trade away all their picks. We talked about this a few months back. Uh, eventually, you know, Massey, it's worked out twice pretty well, but Eventually, the money runs out and the picks run out. It's 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 something that you know. Hey, it could be a, a cool ten year window if everything works out well. But after it gets to a certain point, then the hole is just dug too deep. But um, why? We have we've drafted because you're not going to have. So what are you going to do in two years? You're going to trade Matt Stafford for Josh Allen? No. I, so what are you going to do for quarterback? What are you going to? I mean, Matt Stafford has meet has has at most three years left in him. <laughs> And I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if you guys did win it. I w- it wouldn't surprise me if Stafford hung him up. Just due to all his injuries he's had, it wouldn't surprise me if he hung him up. And plus his wife, you know, going through what she went through. So it's just it's like, but like, so that's the thing. Like you, you guys got you, you guys, you guys got very lucky from a standpoint that Matt Stafford wanted to leave the Lions. You guys were yeah. ready to move on from from Goff, and yeah. the, and on top of it. The Lions were dumb enough to want Goff. 
That's well, the other thing too. Like you're forgetting, like you know, not not every team, like you know, like so, like what, what's what, what's going to happen in two years' time when Matt Stafford is starting to like age and looking like he's at the end? Like, are you going to trade Matt Stafford for the next quarter? Are you going to get another Matt Stafford caliber quarterback by trading yeah, Matt Stafford? But I hope that Sean McVay at that point is able to pick out a quarterback in the draft that he thinks he can develop. But then, right? But then, at that from that standpoint. You have to bank like that's what I'm saying. So like, so you're gonna you're gonna get a quarterback. You're gonna help develop him. So there's nothing there's nothing in Sean McVay on his re- his resume is very impressive. But there's nothing on his resume under quarterback development that shines. Yeah, cause we're about to see Mike Tomlin do that too. What I'm saying, but Kirk, huh? I mean, Kirk Cousins. I Kirk mean, Cousins is an average quarterback that doesn't win games. He does. They don't. They don't go to the playoffs, Mass. And you guys got rid of Jared Goff. Like, Matt, I'm sorry, like, Kirk Cousins is a serviceable quarterback, but he doesn't win games. The Vikings have missed the playoffs. What? You keep cutting in and out. I said Sean McVay rode Jared Goff to the uh, Super Bowl. I think that in itself is pretty impressive. Well, if if we're going to have this argument that we've been having for three weeks, we're going to go ahead and turn right around and throw the Jimmy G slap on that one. Because Jared Goff... Rode a pretty good team to the Super Bowl, but the the point being is that there's 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 nothing like Kirk Cousins isn't the second coming of Jesus Christ. He he made one great meme, and he made a lot of money to do pretty much nothing after December thirty first for Minnesota. Yes, they they don't they don't win. They they don't win. I mean, it's they're, they're probably one of the biggest disappointment teams in the NFL over the past six years with all the talent that has been through. The purple and gold uniform, and have for them to have. Do they? Do they even have? They do even have a playoff win? Yeah, because they beat they beat the Saints. Yeah, yeah they beat the Saints, but that wasn't even Kirk Cousins. So, point being, like, so Sean McVay has nothing on his resume to be like, oh, okay, like he's gonna get a he's gonna draft a quarterback, and that guy is gonna replace Stafford, and he's gonna be just gonna pick right up and be good. I'm not saying he can't do it, but there's nothing saying, oh, this guy can do that for sure. It's guaranteed. There's nothing that says that. So now you're hoping that if you guys draft somebody maybe this year or next year late and develop them and Stafford plays two more years, you have to hope for that to hit in order to be able to have the cap space because you're not paying a quarterback to then be able to sign guys to then not need the first-round picks to trade the first-round pick. There's too many moving pieces where if one cog breaks, the whole machine's broken that I don't think – Really, you know, other NFL teams are going to try it, and a lot of them are going to fail. It's going to be, it's, you know, it's, it's the same thing with the Brady thing. The Brady system was very simple. Make your quarterback take less money so you have more to spend on other players. Yep. And 31 other teams couldn't figure out how to do it. The Rams, this is going to be, this is going to be Sean McVay's thing. This will be his legacy that he was able to buy a team while having homegrown talent succeed and never have a, an issue with losing the draft picks or the cap. That'll be his legacy if they win the Super Bowl. Or right. if they win one during the time frame of this happening. He'll be that'll be his legacy is that he was the thing. You know, one of Belichick's legacies is that he had the biggest superstar in football for two decades and he never made super he never made Super Bowl winning quarterback money. I mean, I I forget what the stat was, but I think there was some, I remember seeing I think there were like there were like 47 quarterbacks over the course of Tom Brady's career, after his first Super Bowl win, that were making more money than him 
during like a given season that had that had never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. That recipe is very simple. It's a very simple recipe. Tell sure. your quarterback, hey man, take less money so that we can put it thirty one teams can't or thirty one other teams could never do it. So I mean, I, I, I think what you guys did was amazing, but the pieces there's too many moving pieces where if one piece stops moving, the whole thing doesn't work. This year too, yeah. I mean, they, they were kind of forced to, to make the moves where, you know, Robert Woods went down. So they, they picked someone, you know, they that's when Odell came in was after Woods got hurt. Nope. Woods got hurt like the week. It of. was like simultaneous. They signed OBJ on like Friday and then Woods got hurt on Sunday. Oh, okay. I thought it was the other way around. No, they were just, nope. br- they were bringing OBJ in just to bring, just because that's, they were doing it. They were going to make a bigger, better, better team. All right, never mind. Tell you what, it was close. Tell you what, there's nobody happier about Robert Woods' injury than Odell, though, because he definitely, he definitely isn't getting the payday. He definitely wouldn't be getting the payday he's about to get if Robert Woods stays yeah. healthy. Yeah, certainly not. He's a five million dollar quarterback at best or uh, wide receiver at best next year if Robert hey, Woods is healthy. Hey, Massey. Yep. Random question. Yep. Whatever happened to Jim Knights? He re- uh, he went to the Saints and then retired. Did he? Yep. Then he went on. Then, then he went on to be the uh, head of personnel for WWE. Yep. <laughs> that's like his uncle, right? Uh, John Laurinaitis, the WWE guy. That's like I, his, I that's like James's his uncle, uncle right? and his father. His dad was the one who died. What? Uh, his dad died, so he his uncle became his dad. Well, you'd know all about that. Which is what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> uh. Kyle, that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, we're talking Rams. And I remember that guy leading the league in tackles for a while. I don't think that that happened. Yeah, he made a lot of tackles. He made a lot of tackles, but he never led the league in it. I think he I think he came in first once. No. <laughs> you can look it up. Sorry, the internet would And know. if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, and I really don't give a shit. But if I'm right, ha-ha. All right. I mean... Come on, Siri computer, look it up. Nope. All right, he came in. He was in the top three. Uh, I don't know, and I'm not taking the time to look that up. Any other topics, Kyle? You got your thing, or Mock? Do you have a topic, Kyle? What's your thing for last, Mock? Do you have a topic? Hold on, I gotta pull it up. Um, give me a second. Yeah, I got a mini game. So, because Kendall's a bitch. This is why I made it. <sighs> That's not true. Hey, so while Mock's looking it up, though, I mean, like. Like it was all on like good fun and stuff, but like the thing that the, the the text I sent out about like all of us being five percent Dallas Cowboys, that's all spot on, right? I, I mean, it's it's very spot on. Would you care to recap for the listeners? Sure, we were talking about being like a fan last night of like teams and stuff because Massey was, you know, just Stan from South Park all over the place last night, um, and. uh I was talking about how everybody is 5% Dallas Cowboys fan, and I got some pushback from uh, Mock and Massey on it saying that, you know, they didn't say I was a piece of shit, but they were definitely thinking of it. The, the BFFs, man. That's a new tag team, man. <laughs> the BFFs. I'm a big fan of that. The BF- so my whole thing was, is like, because I, I consider these five of, like, the most, like, like, five of, like, the biggest traits that, like, a Cowboys fan, like, everybody who knows a stereotypical Cowboys fan that, like, you see the internet blowing up about, because I did my spiel about how, like, the inter- like the Cowboys fans that, like, are all over the internet is, like, such a small percentage of Cowboys fans, but of those Cowboys fans, these are all traits, 
And we all have one of those traits. Kyle's trait is constantly saying that an average guy on his team is always way better than he is. Kyle, you're good for that. Sorry, love you to death, but it's so true. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Kendall constantly relives the glory days of old players. Now, his is more league-based than it is team-based, but he also relives the glory days of the Steelers more than he likes the active players. He constantly relives the Jerome Bettis and the Heinz Wards and the Palomalus. Love and, me some Najee Davenport. You know, uh, good name. Good Mock name. constantly does give reasons as to why his team isn't as bad as it really is. There's always, you know, like anytime we talk about the Giants, it was like, well, the defense was, you know, like there's always like that thing. Um, Massey, every game, you know, is every game is going to be a win until something bad happens, and then it's fuck my team. Granted, he's been good for the playoffs, but during the regular season, the Rams are playing. Matt Stafford throws a pick. The fucking Rams are terrible. They need to cut everybody. Fuck them. Massey, and my I and my thing is, and I'll admit, I constantly bitch about officiating, but I'm very quiet when it's benefiting my team. <laughs> I think if I go back through our our group text and look at every single time I've texted during a Bears game, I'm probably bitching about <laughs> officiating, but I'm very quiet when the Bears get a you know call their way, and it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, that's and that's our... all. That's all cowboy shit, man. <laughs> that's Uncle Eddie. Uncle Eddie is all those things. Matt the only thing that none of us have is every year going into it, none of us are sitting here going into the year like, this is our year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maxie's my dad. I went into the playoffs like that. Doesn't count. I went yeah. into the playoffs Man, like I know you're not a bandwagon fan, but that was like the most bandwagon sentence ever. <laughs> I went into the playoffs like, this is our year. I was just happy to make it to the playoffs. I was, I was, I was. Same, man. Oh, never mind. I was a little worried during No Win November. Giants are eight win team next year. Calling it now. Mock, you got your uh, thing. Mock. Mock Sheen, you're muted, buddy. All right, so he's intentionally muted. No, sorry, I don't know how that happened. I didn't (laughs) click it. I said a nice thing about you. You didn't I heard it. I, listen, Kyle, believe it or not, I was responding to you. I just didn't know I was muted. <laughs> um, so I, I was looking at this today, and, and only because I thought it was interesting with other coaches getting hired and whatnot. But um, do you guys read into why Flores is still available at all? No. He's a dickhead. And, 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 I mean, again, like, I think he was a good coach, but, I mean, it, it you don't you don't buy into why like these these teams that were, you know, looking. Oh, for I thought you meant like did I read an article saying why he hasn't been hired yet? I thought no, no, that's why. Like, do, do you guys like buy into anything at all that like maybe the problems in Miami were more his problem than you know? A, Listen, a I think it issue? goes both ways. I think Flores is a very good coach. I, I think he just wanted more control of his team, which most coaches want. The Texans, yeah, but, did, the, did the Texans hire a new head coach yet? Oh, they're no. close to hiring McCown. They're, they're, they interviewed Flores today. I, I have this, like, I have, my, my thing is, I have this kind of suspicion because it's been very vocal. I have a feeling, I, I have this feeling that Flores wants Watson. Wherever he goes, he wants to, he wants to know that there's a possibility that Watson can be there. Like a strong possibility. Yeah. That's why teams like the I Giants... The Giants were a no-go because they, they're committing to Daniel Jones for the last year. The Bears just drafted Fields, um, you know, like all, like these players. Um, I, I think that, like, I think Fields, or I think that he has a, Flores has this big desire for Watson, 
And I think that I think that part of the reason the Texans haven't hired a head coach yet as well is because I'm I wonder if there's these com- if there's internal conversations about hey Watson can you like can this all stop if we hire Flores because Watson wanted Flores too mm-hmm. so it's like, if we yes. bring in Flores can this all go I mean obviously the 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 legal stuff like that's but I mean like the whole like fuck the organization thing because I don't give a fuck who you are a huge ninety five percent of Houston Texans fans are gonna have already forgotten that that happened. Yep. They don't give a shit. Hey, because well, he never, be he never badmouth the team. He just badmouth the organization. Like he didn't badmouth fans. He didn't badmouth the fan base or anything like that. He just, hey, our owners are like a dick. Owner. Yeah. Well, the owner is a fucking dickhead. I'm saying, like, so it wouldn't, like, I think that I, I'm sure there's some truth to it. I, I, I agree with Kyle. I think that he's just more hard headed and he and didn't like the way that he like the way him in Miami ended is like was a red flag maybe to a couple organizations. But I think I think a lot of it just has to do with with the future of Deshaun Watson. I think Flores wants to know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Like, this might just be smoke and mirrors, but I read, like, not even an hour ago that Josh McCown's the favorite to coach Houston. Yeah, but everybody's the favorite until they're not. No, I I said it could be just smoke and mirrors, but yeah, that's but, whatever. But, but again, like, you know, I don't know. It, it's hard to buy into because, like, even that, DeBall was supposed to be the favorite for my, it, you know, it comes down to what the coach wants. You know, the team could say, hey, this is who we want, but. No, I get it. I'm I'm, um, I'm just saying what I read. That's it. No, no, that's fine. I don't know. Like the the more I was kind of like seeing Flores stay, it was kind of like you know, was he more? But again, you know, of course we're not in the locker room. But right. well, to your um, point though, Mark. So there are guys who are great coaches. You know, they just they have awesome football IQ. They they can help a team win. But they're just nightmares to work with, and they don't. You know, they have bad interviews. That's the reason why. And I'm not saying Eric Bieniemy is being targeted because he's not a good football mind but some guys don't interview well some guys just they they don't they give off a vibe or whatever and it doesn't like translate to like oh i i don't see this guy meshing well and that that happens and, and who knows maybe flores is one of those guys who yeah he's he's a great coach but he just does not have that hey i can talk to other professionals or or what have you so we, we don't know did the raiders hire mcdaniel I don't know if it's been official yet because I, I think they're yes, still working they did. on contract, but they, it, it was like announced. I can't him. wait. I can't wait for him to back out. <laughs> but but to go back, Kyle, to kind of what you said about him wanting the control, that that's something that kind of drives me crazy with head coaches, and it and it's it's not that they shouldn't have a say, but I mean, you think about like in our lifetime, or in our you know our time of watching football. We could probably name, what, maybe four to five head coaches that that deserve, like, the, you know, a big say on their their personnel and and how things are run. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. I I get it, but, like, my thing is, I think the coaches should have full control because they're the ones with the team 24-7. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, I mean, again, I mean, it could be apples and oranges, but... Look what happened when the Texans gave full control to Bill O'Brien. He was a playoff guy. He won the he made it to yeah, the playoffs. And then they gave him full control and that team went straight to the dumpster and he was fired. Yeah, I get you it. You know, but that but that's what I mean. Like there, I'm not there's saying gotta they be take a... full control. I mean I, I what I'm saying is he wants control of his team. Like he wants his quarterback. Like what, you and, know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. You you gotta have I, I think it's more important to find, you know, the 
a GM and a coach that can coexist, not even just coexist, but symbiotic have have similar. Um, Listen, know, I I agree the because team. the Steelers are gonna have to deal with this in like two months because they're yeah. gonna have to find a new GM and they're gonna need to find a GM that is willing to cooperate with Tom and Tom has got to cooperate with him. Yeah, like. It's different because the Steelers never had to worry about this stuff because we've had the same GM since the year 2000. Also, it's weird they're letting this GM do the draft, right? I don't think so. He's a very good drafter. Uh, again, I'm not saying anything bad about They let Ozzie Newsome do the last draft. Mm-hmm. But it, it just seems strange to let a guy... It's not like that... they're firing him. No, no but he's again, retired. But again, it's still a guy that doesn't have a future investment... So, like, are they going to let him trade future picks? I think he'll have to get the okay on it, but I don't see why they wouldn't. So, what I understand is that his contract ends right after the draft. And the Steelers have been giving him one-year contract at the one-year contract. This year, he's just retiring. So, I guess, I think they had an idea that he was going to retire at some point in the near future. That's why they kept giving him one-year contracts. So, no, I don't think it's weird. I think they trust him with everything. In that role, it's tough to complete the loop because no matter what, let's say you retire at just at some point during the season or right after the season ends, and then you bring in a GM, experienced or not, they're kind of coming in entirely cold. Like, whether whether you've been a GM somewhere else or not, you have basically – two to three months to kind of, okay, this is what this team is about. This is what I need to know about from this head coach and what the organization kind of pictures. And then I have to put that into work. So it, it's hard. Sometimes it, maybe you do benefit from kind of just sitting for 10 months and, and just seeing how everything kind of works. And then when draft time comes, you're fully prepared. It, it's, it's one of the few jobs in the NFL that I think no matter what part of the circle you're at, it, it doesn't really matter. You, you kind of have to, you have to, you have to kind of fall fall into it the right way, I guess is what I'm trying so the, to say. The interesting way, I, I mean, just kind of how things normally go, I mean, outside of professionals, but like anywhere, is why then why not bring in the guy now and have him pretty much, you know, like how you, you said, this guy's been drafting well for the Steelers for, you know, however many years he's been there. Why not have someone kind come of like in a and, learning and, candidate? Yeah. Well, and, that, and, you know, that learn, guy may exist in Pittsburgh already. I mean, if, yeah. yeah, they might have their guy already. That's, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Internal promotion. But we don't know. That's just a, just a theory. And you know what? If it if it's between Kevin Colbert and a new person, I'm more comfortable with Kevin Colbert making the decision over the new person. Because Kevin Colbert hasn't really fucked us. He's only missed a few times in draft picks. And he, and he knows how to draft receivers. <laughs> Can't well, draft receiver, a secondary. Receivers that play well but just cause you headaches. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but they play well. <laughs> pretty much the best at that. Hey, just real quick. That Rooney rule is kind of weird, right? Where they have to uh, interview a head black head coach? Or just a minority, but like... It seems like there's guys that get interviewed just to meet the requirement, right? Oh, yeah. So it seems kind of that's counterintuitive. Ab- that's absolutely what the point or what happens, and the NFL is very, very bad at addressing that. 
I get what they want to do, but it doesn't work out that way. Oh no, I, I get I get the reason, but it, it is just funny that they're like, no, no, you have to interview. <laughs> we know, need a token coach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yep. It's a mini game. Five five people, fifty two answers. All right. All you're doing Are as a questions? collective, you relax and we fucking talk. <laughs> as a collective group, please do not use your phones. Um, as a collective group, please. What about as an individual of the collective group? No, nah, no phones. Like what? If, what about seven <laughs> of nine? Before you yell at me, Kyle, I'm actually doing dishes right now and pausing in between muting myself and unmuting myself, so I'm not Googling anything. And I brought an encyclopedia. (laughs) Britannica. He's got the world book in front of him. (laughs) I'm just going to name, I'm naming five players from Anonymous Sports. You're just going to tell me what teams they played for. Right? You snore. Now, I have a question for you. Yeah. So, we're going to like, we're not going to know the sport they played for because it's anonymous. Nah, I just didn't want to tell you what's like what sports I'm doing. Your goal is forty, by the way. Forty what? Out of fifty-two. So, so these five guys played for fifty-two teams. No, I'm saying the name, and you guys are just going to guess what team. You're going to try to guess all the teams you played for. Oh, okay. All right. You get three X's. Okay. <laughs> So just strike out on all three right away. And just <laughs> we get hold on, hold on. We get three X's per person, or we get yeah, three X's per, per person, per person. All right. Man, so, 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 so these? No, 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 no. He has five players. The five players played for a combined fifty-two teams. Correct. Ah, okay. So, so okay. Kyle, is one of these Luke Ridenour, and can I start? <laughs> hold on, Paul. I'm gonna go with the first one, and if you guys get forty out of fifty-two, I'm gonna. I'm giving you guys gifts. Okay? All right. Seems kind of gay, but I'm in. But please, no phone. Kurt Schilling. He played for five teams. Name that. So, Red Sox. Red Sox. Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. Um, Phillies. Was he a Philly? I don't know. I can't tell you that. I think you're thinking of Roger Maris. I you often know, get them confused. You know, it's funny. <laughs> now that you're saying the Phillies, I want to say the Phillies. Agree. You guys got to agree. Do you guys agree on the Red Sox and the Diamondbacks? Yeah, we agree yes. on the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. We, we Those agree are on the Diamondbacks. Those are givens. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, givens. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure he, he was a Philly for like a long time. Yeah, let's go Phillies. Was Massey just yeah. – Massey, are you in like one of those like portable classroom trailers from like high schools? <laughs> <laughs> Drink the green liquid. <laughs> Whatever it is. Oh, it's so <laughs> I know Kurt Schilling was an Astro. I'm pretty confident about that. It was so, very short lived, but I know he was an Astro. So I remember I He remember was a Philly. Him. Did we say did we confirm I, I, Philly? I, I, I think Philly. Yeah. He was a Philly. I think he was Philly for like a long time, wasn't he? <laughs> let's put yeah, let's mark him down. I remember like So we're marking down after, the Phillies, Kyle. Mm-hmm. I remember Clemens and Pettit went to the Astros. Did Schill, was Schilling there also? Well, so Schilling, Schilling, what he ended as a Red Sox, right? No, I don't know if he did. I thought he ended somewhere weird. Where did he start? I don't know where he started. He pitched for the Phillies in like the nineties, and then he went to like and then Arizona and Boston in the two thousands. Yeah, I think it was Arizona first, then Boston, and then I think he, he piddled out somewhere. Ashley, 
I know, I know, I know. You he play. I know he pitched in Houston. All right, then let's put that in Houston. I, I, I have a Kurt Schilling Houston played? baseball card. <laughs> okay, so. it's autographed. <laughs> so I, I know he played there. So we got four, right? Well, are we we're locking in Houston? Yes. Let's yeah. We got all right. Yeah. So Kyle yeah. Houston. Uh, how about the Orioles? God, if he no, did, Maxie, uh, if he did a piece of garbage. I don't remember that. <laughs> Kyle, you said no phones. It is true. You didn't say no wives. <laughs> but come on. No, you didn't say it. Whatever. You guys got all five. Yeah. <laughs> Give us right. gifts. Starting now, Mass. Starting now, Kyle saying no wives. <laughs> Just uh, you guys. If you, if, you if you hadn't said it, he wasn't going to say it. All right. Luke Ridenauer. Oh. Five team. I don't even know who that is. Is that the name that Paul said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would you guys like me to take the reins on this? Yes. So All right. He played please. for Seattle, Milwaukee, Minnesota, back to Milwaukee, Charlotte, and then Orlando. All right. So no Red Sox. You guys all agree? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 100% do, I, do we get five and a half points because I knew we went back to Milwaukee? <laughs> nah, you get five. All right. That's fair. All right. Josh McGown, McCown played for nine oh, teams. Boy. He was a bear. Yes. Bears, <laughs> Browns. Uh, yep. Jets. Yep. Eagles. Yep. Titans. Uh, oh man, that sounds so right. Oh man, that <laughs> sounds so right. Um, man, McCown. Um, you guys agree? Are you guys agreeing on Titan? Uh, uh, hold yeah. on, hold on. Um, what about like? Um, what about Houston? Did we say Houston? He finished in Houston. That was his last gig. That was like 2020, right? Was it? Yeah. That wasn't that during like the whole debacle with Watson. I, I think. Oh, yeah, Isn't yeah. that when that all started? McCown McCown was playing quarterback. Before that uh, was the Eagles. Oh, what about the Lions? Was he a Lion? One of them was, if not both. You guys got your first stick. <laughs> oh, who? Uh, what? You never, you never played for the Texans. Yes, he did. Did he not? Yeah, he did. Josh he McCown did. was a Texan. We're gonna have Pro Football Focus right now. Kyle, can I use Wikipedia if I don't answer any of the others? We're gonna have Pro Football Focus right now. Never has played for Houston. Kyle, I'm telling you, he was a, he was a Texan. Well, pro football focus says he never played for the Texans. Focus Actually, was it, wasn't it fucking Savage that was there? So, so okay, so Josh McCown. So you know, Josh McCown must have been part of the preseason and got cut. He was definitely on the Texans roster at one point. <sighs> okay. Um, he was a Brown. I know that. Yep. Yes. You guys are missing one, two, three, four of them. Do we agree to Detroit or no? I mean, I don't because I don't remember that. It would have been before your time. Oh, all right then. Because the the he played for the Bears from eleven to thirteen, and you started watching football right around that time. Was he never a Ram? No, he was never a Ram. I want to say the Cardinals drafted him. I was going to say I thought that the he was like a Cardinal. I think the Cardinals point. drafted him. So let's lock in the Cardinals. Yeah, and then so I'm, we got Cardinals, Bears, Browns, Jets, and Eagles. Yes, I'll, I'll lock in the Dolphins. I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll agree with you on the on the Dolphins. I mean the Lions. Lions. Yeah, the minute the, the, the Detroit Dolphins. <laughs> they have guns. Instead of blowholes. Instead of blowholes, they just have yeah, turrets. Yeah, we could say Lions. All right, Lions. Um, Seems like a good dumpster fire quarterback rotation <laughs> before Stafford. So. So Lions, Souls. Mm-hmm. What other teams had like carousels of quarterbacks in the two thousands to two thousand tens? Oh, was he ever uh, on in Washington? 
Um. Uh, I feel like no, but I I, I could be wrong. Because what was the team where like he came out from like coaching a fucking high school team? That was the Bears. It was he. That was when he came back. That was the Bears because he he played because he yeah he he retired and then he went to play for like um he went to play for like an AFL team or something um and then retired from that and then started coaching his son's high school team because the, the bears brought McCown in mid season. He, he came in during the season in 2011. He was current. Like, yeah, he was, he was currently coaching his son's like high school football team. And the bears reached out. Cause that was when Cutler went down, I think for the, yeah, home that team was the time. first bears Rams game I ever watched. With you. Yeah. McCown came out during the season. That was the bears when he came out. That was that long ago. His brother was saints, correct? Yeah. The one that did the Verizon commercial. The Verizon commercial? Yeah. Luke? Yeah. Luke McCown. I'm saying Dolphins. That commercial was ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. Like, teams that make sense. Like, I'm trying to think, like, prior to, like, their... Like, the Dolphins make sense. They've had a rotation of quarterbacks. Oh! Oh! He was, um... He was a buck. Yeah. He was a buck the year before Fitzpatrick got there. God, yeah, really? Yeah, he was there with yeah. Winston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That wow. may, yeah, that's right, Massey. Yeah, so, all right, Tampa Bay. Um, no Carolina for him, right? Carolina could be a team. They're, they're a rotation of quarterbacks before Newton. Between Delome and Newton, there was yeah, I, I couldn't I, I I couldn't even name the quarterbacks that played during that time. That like, I that's before my time. So, so I, I mean, know. I could see that. I could see. Um, Did we say Titans? We we never agreed to Titans. Titans could be worth thinking about. I'm trying to think who's been the quarterbacks of the Titans. Well, how when did McNair stop playing? Call it. Locker, and then Mettenberger, and then Mariota. So, for argument's sake, call 2004, they had a McNair in in Tennessee, and then he played in Baltimore for a few years. Wasn't Didn't Young play after that? So, Vince Young was drafted in 2006. Right, so it was Vince Young, then it went Jake Locker, then it went Zach Mettenberger, and then it was Marcus Mariota. I mean, the problem, though, is that, like, it, it seems like he was never the guy going into the season, but he very well could have been a backup for right. any of those guys. Right. I um, mean, that's that's off my radar, but... Uh, I can't picture him in a Titans uniform, but it wouldn't surprise me. I don't remember why I remember all those quarterbacks for the Titans. I mean, I know he played for the Eagles, and I can't picture him in a fucking Eagles uniform. <laughs> and that was like three years ago. Because he played in a playoff game for the Eagles. He did. Because that's when Jadavian Clowney hit Carson Wentz. The Titans would have had a carousel of backups. The Panthers would have had a weird rotation of quarterbacks in the mid to late 2000s. Oakland would have had a weird carousel of quarterbacks because they, before Carr, before Carr and after Jamarcus, it was, well, including Jamarcus, it was a carousel. How many more teams do we need, Kyle? Two. Can we put this one on pause and go to the next player? If you want. Or we could just say two teams and just take the strikes. I mean, we're, we got five We got five of five, five of five, and eight of ten. Is that what you said? You have nine for this one. So nine. So that's we're at, we're at 19. We have to get to 40. So, and at, at, it's we're, we'll be 19 of 21. I mean, those are pretty good odds. We could just, just guess two teams and then just be done with it. If we get them, we get them. If we don't, we don't. Raiders. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's, 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 so let's, what are the, the teams we've mentioned the most most are the Raiders, the Titans, and the Titans, the Raiders, the Titans, and is that it? And, the, and Kendall all. brought up the Panthers. So I think everyone's mentioned Titans. Should we just say Titans? Sure, we can say Titans. Titans. Titans is wrong. Okay. 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 Let's just move on to the Panthers. Panthers. Correct. And let's move on to the Raiders. Wrong. Okay. That's just a kidding. Just kidding. Wait, what? Oh, he yeah. was a Raider. All right. Oh, all right. How long Man, was he I don't remember that at all. He was a Raider from... That had to have been in like the like mid-2000s. He played in 2007. Right. He went yeah, to yeah, seven yeah, before I, my time. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I know Josh McCown was drafted by the Cardinals, but I don't remember anything of his career before he was a Bear. <laughs> and see, look, the, the Titans was close. It's still kind of a blue team. Panthers. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. pretty geographically not that far. Right. All right. This guy has played for fourteen teams. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Hi, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, nope. This guy <laughs> is Edwin Jackson. Who? He's a pitcher. Okay. <sighs> Good luck, so, guys. So. This guy should be the jersey we all share, but we he, he doesn't. It's a very annoying. He played for two of our teams. It's so That's annoying. It? I know he played for mine. Yep. He was a White Sox. He played for mine because the Cardinals love pitchers. I don't know if okay. that's true. Um, what was he a Met? Edwin Jackson? Because no. I'm not going with Massey's logic of the Cardinals love pitchers. <laughs> I know it was a White Sox. We're lo- White Sox are locked in. White White Sox. Um, I want to say Souls. White Sox are locked in. Yeah, that, that's right. Okay. So was he a Met? Do you remember him being a Met? It's so funny. I, I immediately said no, but now I'm second guessing myself. Let's hold <laughs> off. Um, I want to say he was. Just go with your gut. I don't want to hold off and then come back to it. We're, we're on a thing now. Let's eliminate some teams. We know he played for two of our teams, so. We can eliminate we can eliminate five teams by doing this. We know it was a White Sox. Your gut instinct was no for the Mets. Mock, do you, do you remember him being a Yankee? No. Kyle, no. do you remember him being a Philly? I'm not <laughs> answering that question. Well, I mean, I'm telling you, he was a Cardinal. It's not that it's not that far fetched to see if we can catch him off guard. That's true. I don't think he was a Yankee. Um, I'm telling you, it's a Cardinal. It's got to be a Cardinal. I'm doubling doubling back. I'm going to say he was a Met. I want to say he was. Tiger, I want to say he was... Well, hold on. So, was he a Met? I'm going to say yes now. Okay, so we'll just go with it. Mets? Mets is wrong. Damn it. Cardinals? Everybody agree? Yeah, I'm just... We're we're just... Yeah. Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, Cardinals. Okay. Fucking told you. All right, so for the rest of this, Kyle or uh, Kendall, why don't you just rattle off teams you think he played for? I want to say the Tigers. I think he was a Diamondback. No, no. Just say a team to Kyle and it's locked in. All right. We, uh, we're, I think I'm willing to trust you the way you guys trusted me for Luke Rittenauer. Is everybody else okay with that? Yeah. Masters, okay, so you name the teams. You just tell Kyle a team, and he'll tell you yes or no. All right, Kyle. Uh, Detroit? Yep. Arizona? Yep. Um, How many teams did he play for? Four teams? Was he yeah, you have four. Was he ever on a team for more than one year? <laughs> um, yeah, he was. Was he a pirate? Nope. Damn it. Seattle? 
I was, I was like, I was just getting ready to say something. Nope. All right, Three man. strikes. Damn. Got four on that one. God, he played everywhere but where I wanted him to. <laughs> he played for Tampa Bay, the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Nationals, the Braves, the A's, the Padres, the Orioles, the Marlins, and the Blue Jays. Yeah, the Seattle Marlins. Yeah. God. All right. So, right now, yeah, 10, 19, 23. My numbers might be off. There's no way we're at 23 because we were just at 21 and he got four. 25. Right, my numbers are way off. <laughs> All right, so who's the last player? Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right, so Ryan Fitzpatrick. Bills. <laughs> Saints. Bills. Or not Saints, sorry, Rams. Rams. Yep. He was a Buck. Yep. Bucks. He was a Jet. Dolphin. He was a Jet. He was a Dolphin. He was a Titan. Yep. He was a Titan. Washington. Yep. Yep. Did we say Miami? Yes. Yes. You need two more. Houston. Yep. Cincinnati. Was he a Bengal? I'm pretty sure. I think he was. Kyle? I think yep. I think he was there. Was he, he was there? Um Whatchamacallit? He was there, um Wasn't he backing up Palmer? I don't know. Whatever. You guys got it. You got all nine. Yeah. Unfortunately, we didn't have 40, though. Nope. Nope. Fuck the scandal. But, Sorry. I'll still call... I'll still bear us gifts. <laughs> Cheaper gifts, though. All right. Oh, you don't even have them? All right. We'll go to break. When we come back, we'll do our uh, realignment and relocation segment on the other side of the PPRN Radio Network. <laughs> Home of getting sports with Drunk on Monday Nights. PPRN Radio. Home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. Damn, where are we? PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. The station that's home with your wife. While you're at work, we keep her company. We keep her happy. BPRNRadio.net. The most diverse playlist on the planet. 24-7, 365. Yes, your mama's station. Bringing that heat. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and... Degens from Massey's asshole. Oh, sorry. We're back. We're here. Kendall, break it down. Everyone. (laughs) Nice. We've toyed with this in the past. You toyed with this. No, no. In general, we've done this kind of in shows past, but we've never put it to paper. We are going to reline some divisions across all sports. I get the feeling that. Most of us did football, uh, but that's okay. So we're going to go and we're going to break down how we kind of redid the divisions uh, with some light reasoning. Just how we feel, what would make more sense, you know, what would be better for whatever reason, what have you. So um, I guess we'll kick things off with, uh, how about you, Mass? Well, because you look so good and I can uh, read your, your, you're muted, so I can, I can, uh, I can read your lips. 
That's what I was getting at. <laughs> oh, still don't hear you. How convenient oh, that his microphone word. stopped working. Sorry. One word um, sounds like. It's a jackal. Like. <laughs> oh, um, real quick. I did do football. Um, I mean, I don't think that that's a shock. Um, let me pull up my document with it. Hold on, while you do that, I have something. I'm gonna see if I can find it real quick. Oh, I uh, thought we were doing this as a group. Hold on. <laughs> we said individually, Mark. I listen. I, I read it quick. I'll 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 put something together. Uh, Two people are doing football. Three people are doing football. Oh, we're all doing football. I'm not doing football. Neither am I. Now, admittedly. I started working on this project sometime last week because I had too much time on my hands. Um, right. Shouldn't work on any of those scripts, though, huh? I listen. I've worked on scripts. I can't find it, but I found this meme where it was like it was like a girl crying, and it said uh, in text on it, it said, "Broke up with a boy whose name starts with a J and rhymes with a state," <laughs> and it was Jonah for Arizona. But the comments were so good, and be like, man, she thought she could slip just a pissy for, from us, and it was just like, man, I can't believe you did Alaska like that. And it's just like, all of it was just like, man, Jabraska's really <laughs> upset right now. Jabraska. My, my favorite one, though, I think was Jishigan. Jishigan was good. Jillinois uh, <laughs> was also good. And then um, I chimed in with uh, Genetiquette. <laughs> which just sounds like a, like, just sounds like the hood way to say genetic. <laughs> what do you mean I got a Genetiquette disease? <laughs> all right, Massey, fire away. All right, so wrong. What? Nothing. Keep going. So I ended up going with. Um, Who's dude? What? what? I realigned the NFC West to be the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers, the Las Vegas Raiders, and the LA Rams. Uh, I think could swap out Arizona into the AFC West. Uh, and I actually had a couple of ideas on that one, too. Uh, the AFC West being the Denver Broncos, the Arizona Cardinals, the uh, LA Chargers, and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, what I did next, I think, will consider sacrilege to Paul, and I think he's going to be upset. Uh, the NFC North and Jesus NFC North. I kept the Minnesota Vikings, the Green Bay Packers, the Chicago Bears, and I moved the Kansas City Chiefs into the NFC North. Over who? The uh, Lions. So you yeah. moved the team further south to the north. <laughs> yeah. So I did that because looking at geographically where the teams are, you could hypothetically. I tried to move as much teams around as I could. Um. I took the uh, AFC North to the Lions. So I got to face Patrick Mahomes and they get to face the fucking Lions? Yeah. Uh, Bullshit. The Detroit Lions, the Hope Cooper Cup is the Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, and the Indianapolis Colts. Again, I tried to do this as geographically as I could. Uh, the NFC South, I ended up going with the Houston Texans, the New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Miami Dolphins. 
But why not put the Cowboys with the Texans? Because I put them with the Blacks. I tell you what, though, I am a huge fan of how you broke up the LA teams, but you kept the Florida teams together. Well, no, because Jacksonville's still out of it. But nobody cares uh, about them. Cause, <laughs> that's because you put them in the AFC East with London. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey, we'll talk about that later. I did put them in the AFC South with the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Titans, though. Man, what a terrible division. <laughs> yeah, we made the playoffs at 4-13. and 13. Uh, I went with the AFC East being the Bills, the Jets, the Ravens, and the Steelers. Cool playing the Jets twice a year. And then the AFC uh, North, I'm sorry, the uh, NFC East, I went with the New England Patriots, the New York Giants, the Eagles, and the Redskins, or the football team. Commodores, what they're going to be called. Commanders. No, the Commodores. I like the Commodore. It's a cool bird, man. Yeah, sail on. <laughs> so yeah, that's my division realignment. Everybody hates it. Moving on. <laughs> so your your kind of your goal was to kind of keep things as geographic rather than um, just like what what you felt like what would yeah. be your, okay completely geographic. <laughs> I mean. Child child abuse is nothing to laugh at, but it's a picture of SpongeBob crying, and it says Tyreek Hill's son when he hears his dad lost in the AFC Championship game. Oh my! Damn. All right, so Mass, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with you because that's kind of the exact route I took as well, and I tried to keep things as close as possible. Uh, now, there's definitely when that happens, there's gonna be standouts because I, when doing this, I broke this down a million and a half different ways. I could get three teams that are really close together and, you know, you try to fit the fourth one and you end up screwing it up for somebody else. But I did the best I could while keeping things close. So without I, – I kind of am a little loose on what my AFC, NFC was going to be, but I'm going to give you the teams. Patriots, Jets, Giants, and 49ers in one year. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, San Fran. Um, but for my – Oh, San Fran. Sorry. Uh, so for my AFC East, we'll call it. I had the Jets and Giants together, the Patriots and Buffalo. So Buffalo for sure being the outlier distance wise, but kind of capturing that Northeast kind of a one big, call it 600, no, further than that, 700 mile degree circle. For, for you that. just want the Bills to go undefeated. <laughs> and then. Traversing a little bit south, uh, in the we'll call this one the uh, Boston to Buffalo is only four hundred and fifty-five miles. Well, I, I was you know trying to circle in the, the Jets too. I don't know. It wasn't it wasn't a great estimate of uh, distance. Um, my next grouping I included is a big bracket here: Washington, Baltimore, Philadelphia. And I kind of swooped in Pittsburgh as well, kind of using that Buffalo component. East Rutherford uh, to Buffalo is only 365 miles. Wow. So you were way over. Well, yes. You're a douchebag. Then, I couldn't, as much as I tried to break things up, of all the divisions in football, the NFC North is the, the perfect one. Chicago, Green Bay, Minnesota, and Detroit are all – in the perfect like brackets, the only division in football that's like that. So I just kept it as is. I felt that it was perfect geographically. 
I tried to move as much things around. I wanted to keep everything the same because fucking hate everybody in the NFC West, but I like the division. But I said, fuck it, I'm moving everybody as much as I can. Moving to the South, this one was a real, this was an easy one. Uh, three teams in Florida is real nice. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville, Miami, uh, Tampa Bay, and I rooted in uh, the Falcons as well, kind of making a nice little... Uh, Man, just a quick quick 30-minute drive to every game. Yep. Just kidding. From Jacksonville to Tampa is like seven hours. Yeah, there's a whole lot of Florida <laughs> going on. Um, Do you know what takes... So, so my... My grandparents used to live uh, two and a half hours south of Tampa. And Massey can attest to this because he lived in Florida. So they lived about two and a half hours south of Tampa on the, the west coast of the peninsula there. To get from their house in what was Port Charlotte, Florida, to Jacksonville, to the state line in Jacksonville, is the same. it takes the same amount of time to drive that distance as it does to drive from Hartford, Connecticut, to Washington, D.C. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Dri- yeah, driving through Florida like vertical is worse than driving through Pennsylvania sideways. <laughs> okay, so I mean, we'll call it that AFC South, perhaps. My NFC South is a little bit interesting because it's definitely more stretched out. I included Dallas, I have Houston, I have the, the Saints, and I have the Panthers. So, kind of a mid group in there. I, I really wanted to include Atlanta in something else because it's kind of obstructed by you know Tennessee and and Atlanta but I just had to I had to group them in this way uh moving up to the north I was very happy with this uh bracket here I have the Colts the Bengals the Browns and Titans a nice and neat grouping kind of in the, the, the central there now, moving west, this is where things get a little shaky. A lot of ground to cover. <laughs> uh, kind of using the New York principle, I combined the Chargers, Rams, and Las Vegas because they're all pretty close, and the and Phoenix for uh, the Cardinals was you know close enough to make that group, so that will be my NFC West. Now, the AFC West covers a big portion here. Uh, I have the Seahawks. Broncos, San Francisco, and Kansas City. So that was definitely the most egregious amount of uh, area covered to complete that division. Uh, but there, yeah, I that's that's the way I felt I could make it as close geographically, where at least three teams really benefit per division. Oh man! So uh, me, me and Kendall are almost the same here. Um. Except I can't think of the team that I'm missing. So I need you guys to help me out to finish out the NFC North when we get to there. Did you get the San Juarez Jokers? I, I'm looking at this list. I don't know what team I'm missing. So we'll figure it out. You're missing the Browns. No, nope, they're on there. I was missing the Browns. All right. So I'll just kind of run it through. Because mine are pretty similar to Kendall's. I also did the NFL. Uh, my NFC East is the Giants, Jets, Bills, and Patriots. Uh, you know, Bob, hold on one second. Going to try and help you out here. I can't wait. Jesus, almost fell. Nowhere near the other teams. All right, Mike, what was that division? All right, the NFC East. Giants, Jets, Bills, Patriots. Giants... 
Jets. Bills and Patriots. Yes. Okay. Then the BFS are bad again. AFC East. Eagles, Steelers, Washington, Baltimore. Uh, Eagles, Steelers, Washington, Baltimore. God, there's going to be an echo in here. <laughs> the NFC South is the Bucks, Dolphins, Jaguars, Falcons. The AFC South is the Texans, Cowboys, Titans, and Cardinals. Cowboys. Is someone on like a tarmac? <laughs> the AFC West is the Seahawks, the Rams, the Chargers, and the Niners. Really Didn't realize that's pretty much a division now. My Fox. NFC West. Yes. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. Finish it off, and then I'll have you read them real quick. Yeah. So my NFC West. Now, this is where things start to get a little funky. Uh, I have the Broncos, the Lions, the Vikings, and the Saints. That's interesting. Oh, it's me, scattered. Me and Kendall are almost the same. I just have one division where you have to go around the world in 80 days of January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, because here's what it was. I was trying to do everything just you, from memory. You forgot and Vegas, I man. I to forget teams. You forgot Vegas. Did I not have it? I didn't have the Raiders. You're welcome. All right. There we go. Oh, man, that makes what. that last division hilarious. I got to tell you something. <laughs> I've been trying to do some final math on my, my thing. I haven't listened to a word he said. Just threw out a team. <laughs> I knew I had a so, 1 in 32 uh, chance. The AFC North is the, <laughs> the Raiders. Oh, no, no. Oh. <laughs> They're coming. But the AFC North is the Bears, oh. Packers, Chiefs, and Panthers. <laughs> Gross. Wow. Oh, here here it comes, guys. The NFC North. Bengals, Browns, Colts, Raiders. <laughs> Raiders. i tell you what. I'm a huge fan of the St. Paul Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> and really, it's not like it's super far-fetched. I mean, the Cowboys are in the NFC East. <laughs> I mean, Seattle goes to Arizona. <laughs> it's pretty far. Yeah. We can all agree that Kendall's gay, though, right? Oh, yeah. I assume so. <laughs> that Kendall's what? A homosexual. Yes. So, so those were the uh, the, the football uh, division uh, realignments. Uh, Souls, did you want to jump in with your 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 uh, baseball? Yeah, I didn't really go geographically here. So Hey, listen, there, there was no criteria. Whatever you I mean, wanted to do. A few of them are, but we'll, we'll talk about it. So... For the American League East, I have the Red Sox and the Yankees. Got to keep the rivalry together. Tampa Bay, so they can keep winning the division. Uh, Baltimore to have a bottom feeder. And I need a good fourth place team, so I put Miami uh, Marlins in there. All right. Um, the AL Central. I have the White Sox and the Royals. The Indian, uh, the sorry, the Guardians. I put the Toronto Blue Jays in there. It's the Commodores. <laughs> And I brought the Brewers back to the American League. So, White Sox, Royals, Guardians, Blue Jays, Brewers, and the AL Central. The AL West, I really wanted to make this uh, division pretty terrible. So, I took Houston out of it. I have the Texas. (laughs) I have the Rangers, the Angels, the Mariners, the Athletics, and the Diamondbacks. Wow. Yeah, I really want a team to go, like, 
70 and 82 to win that division. <laughs> Daniel East. Um, National Mets, Braves, Phillies, and Pirates. That one's kind of geographical. Um, Yano Central. I have the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Twins, the Reds, and the Tigers. And the NL West, I have the uh, the Giants, the Astros that brought them back to, to the NL, the Dodgers, the Padres, and the Rockies. I knew going into this, I wanted to bring the like, the NL West back to where it used to be. Yeah, the way it should be. Yeah, I think it's stupid that they're American League team. But whatever. I like your groupies. I like your uh, NL East, including the Pirates. Well, yeah. <clears throat> Geographically, that makes the most sense. And I think you just wanted a team to pick on. Yeah, fuck the Marlins. <laughs> Let them get beat up in the AL East. All right. In the NL Central, whatever. I just put two teams from the uh, AL Central on there. That nobody gives a shit about. Well, they're fan bases. Well, nobody really gives a shit about the NL Central, so yeah. Go ahead. All right, and I believe uh, the Riddler went another direction. Yeah, I went with hockey and basketball. Ah, double down. Yeah. So hockey, I'm going to do a complete change. I'm going to keep it geographically, but I'm going to go with a complete change of the league. Okay. So what we're going to do is instead of doing our east versus west with two divisions of eight teams, we're going to we're going to go east versus west with four divisions of four teams. Top person from each division makes it. The other four teams, it's the it's a wild card seating. Okay. So win your division and in, and then the next four best teams, regardless of division. So I have in the east. Uh, First division being the Canadians, the Bruins, the Islanders, and the Rangers. The second division being the Senators, the Maple Leafs, the Sabres, and the Penguins. The third division being the Flyers, the Devils, the Blue Jackets, and the Hurricanes. And then the fourth and final division being... um, Wait, hold on. Did I do that right? One, two, three, four. And the final division being the Florida Panthers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Nashville Predators, and the uh, 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 the uh, Dallas Stars. I put the Dallas Stars on it because they're kind of like in a wonky spot. Mm. That's good grouping. Yep. Thanks. Um. Then the West, I had the first division being the Red Wings, the Blues, the Blackhawks, and the Wild. The second division being the Jets, Oilers, uh, Jets, Oilers, Flames, and Avalanche. The third division being the Coyotes, the Knights, the Ducks, and the Kings. And then... Sorry, the Avalanche, the Coyotes, the Knights, or sorry, the Avalanche, the Coyotes, the Ducks, and the Kings, and the last one being the Knights, the Sharks, the Kraken, and the Canucks. 
So it's, <laughs> hockey's hard because it's just so bottlenecked in the Northeast. Yeah, a lot of a lot of teams. Yeah, and then it's like up in Canada, everything is just so like. Yeah, I mean, it would have been easier to do like Canucks, Kraken, Flames, and Oilers because they're all relatively close. But in your division system, is there a way to fit all the Canadian teams in one? Or is there one over? There, no, you could. Yeah, you know, you can't because thirty two is not divisible by six. There's six Canadian teams. Oh. I was thinking of doing something where all the original six teams are on a group together because they're all pretty close geographically. Because that would be the Blackhawks, the Red Wings, the Maple Leafs, the Canadians, the Bruins, and the Rangers. So I was thinking about originally doing still four divisions of eight, but it would it would have required like so if I had done it that way it would have been Blackhawks, Red Wings, Maple Leafs, Senators, Canadians, Bruins, Rangers, and like the Sabres, and then it would have been like the Blue Jackets, Penguins, Flyers, Devils, Islanders, Hurricanes, Blue Jackets, Penguins, Flyers, Devils, Islanders. Hurricanes, uh, Panthers, and Lightning, and then like that would have that would have been like like then like like I mean it, it just would have been like a little weird like because then it would have had to have been like Nashville, Dallas, Colorado, Vegas, San Jose, like you know I mean like a lot of these teams travel, but like the Central Division currently as it stands is like the Blackhawks, the Blues, the Predators. The stars, the jets, the wild, like they're all close enough. But right. And then yeah, all four divisions each have a division winner and then the rest of the playoffs is the next four teams mm-hmm. are just the best four wild card teams. Suck it. And I'll lick my ass. Thanks, man. Did you say you had NBA too or Yeah, NBA I kinda did um no divisions. No, so yeah, get rid of the divisions. It's just going to be two, two east and west, sixteen teams each, or fifteen teams each. Um, I'm moving. Um, uh, what was it? Oh, and then I'm just I'm trading. Um, well, who was I trading? Sorry, I'm just thinking. The Lakers to the east and the Celtics to the west. Nice coast to coast. It's what the fans want. What was I doing in this one? I forgot what I was doing. No, I think, yeah, for this one, I mean... To realign it was kind of, like, weird. I was thinking, because there's 30 teams. So I was thinking of doing it, like, baseball and doing, like, mm-hmm. the three thing. Like, like dividing it into six divisions and making it, like, where, like, the top two from each get in and then, like, the wild card kind of thing. Um, so if I were to do it that way, if I were to do, like, like three divisions, it would basically be, like, a, like a randomly, like, because 32 is what? There's five teams in every division for baseball? Yes. Right? Yeah, so it would have ended up being uh, Boston, New York, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, and Washington. Or, sorry, uh, Toronto. It would have been Toronto, Boston, New York, Brooklyn, and Philadelphia. Washington, Charlotte, Atlanta, Orlando, and Miami. Um, 
it, it was just tough because it's like like no matter how you do it in that situation, there's like a weird odd man out. So if like this one, what I would have done was I would have done Indiana, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, Milwaukee. Sorry, uh, Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, Milwaukee, Minnesota, uh, Indiana, Memphis, New Orleans, uh, Oklahoma, and Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Uh, Denver, Phoenix, and the Clippers, and then the Lakers, the Kings, the Warriors, the Jazz, and the Blazers. Yeah, but it's just it's weird because like the the way it works is like the for basketball is kind of a lot like the like NHL. There's just a lot like a lot of the eat like like when you look at it like it really does make sense the kind of the way they divided it. Like Milwaukee is like just a little bit it's just a little bit further east of Memphis. But like really, like Milwaukee is the furthest west team mm-hmm. in the east, and Milwaukee's or Memphis is just the furthest east team. But it's just traveling from Memphis to Portland is a lot different than traveling from Milwaukee to Miami. Right. Yeah. Well, for your system, your east coast and your central works pretty perfectly. I also think that they could just do something with the NBA and the NHL where they just don't have any divisions. It's just thirty-two teams, and the top sixteen make it in. Just the top 16 make it in at seating. 1 to 16, 2, 15, 3, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, all the way down. Down the line. That's the way it should yeah. be done. That's the way the NFL should do it, too. That'd be cool. Well, if The you NFL know. should get rid of divisions. All 32 teams in a free-for-all. The top teams make it. And then you do a lottery before the season on who plays who. Hmm. So I, I used to like this idea of just re-roll the divisions every year. See where you end up. Well, no, not not even make it random. Just kind of like, you know, they kind of do it now with the schedule. Just all the first place teams go to a division. All the second place, and, and you know, well, you know, obviously split. Well, I guess you can't really do it though because, like, it. when you put all the last place teams together, someone's still going to win that division. So, like, like. All of a sudden, like, okay, so, like, let's, let's just say the Giants were, like, the winner of the loser division this year, and next year you get to go play the Chiefs and yep. the Cincinnati Bengals, and it's like, and, and you know, and then that little three-headed monster meme of who doesn't belong is would be a whole season-long thing. Pretty much. Yeah. I think the way the NFL should do it is they should just start it off as a 32-team bracket. Just go round for round? Just round for round. 32, 32, 16, and 8 are all one game. And then 4 and 2 are a best of 3. <laughs> I used to think, too, I, I mean, I thought this would be funny, like, when I was young. But, like, thinking Madden, you know, every time you do a franchise, you do a big fantasy draft. Imagine if they did that every year. <laughs> Man, what a mess. Well, I really think they fight on the contracts at that point. That's the thing. No contracts. If you want to play, you sign for one year. <laughs> what I think would be cool is I, I think if I, I, I would like to see a league, it doesn't matter which league, but I would like to see one of the leagues treat every year as if it were doing an expansion draft. So you, you sign contracts, you sign players to contracts, et cetera, things like that, just like normal. But at the end of the year, like the, the, the deadline, like, so like when the league year starts for the NFL, a week before the deadline, you have to submit a list of the, 27 players you're protecting and then everybody else is up for grabs mm-hmm. would be interesting especially like when injuries come into play right uh, if you had a... here's the deal there is no nfl team 
that has more than 28 players that aren't expendable. There just isn't. <laughs> Every team has a starter on offense and defense that's expendable. Every single one of them. <laughs> Very true. Well, if you think you can put together a better division than us, shoot us a direct message. We'll tell you you're wrong. Um, <laughs> Mock will start a Twitter beef with you. <laughs> kind of segueing uh, from that, we also were going to cover, we're going to move five teams. And we're going to give you a reason why. All right, I'll go first. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm, this is going to cause me to have to realign some divisions that I did earlier. Listen, you can, you can have that as part of this, or you can just, you know, whatever you just want to see. I want to move Carolina back to Hartford. And then right. I want the Blackhawks in that division. And I want the Blackhawks to only play road games. <laughs> no. Exclusively. I, I, I think it would be cool to see um, – I think it would be cool to see a, a, a team – in Connecticut again. I mean, there was support. The problem is just that it's not a populous enough state to keep it surviving mm-hmm. for an elongated period of time. Um, I, I do think, though, that like with the abundance of surrounding NHL teams, that it, you know, despite it would be like a lot of away fans, but it would keep the team supporting. That would be cool. I mean, it's it's interesting because you know, though, like in our lifetime. It, like existed it's like there's so much like nostalgia like the nostalgia was kind of what fuels the, the entire draw it's almost like they're more famous now than they were when they were here yeah and you think of all the stuff think of all the whalers themed things just in connecticut after the fact you know the like the breweries have you know beers named after it you know you go to a restaurant oh i'm gonna get the hartford whalers hot dog it's like so interesting. Um, I got some stuff here. Uh, I mean, you guys can I- interrupt me whenever. I just want to. I did some stuff. I jotted down. The Ottawa Senators are going to move to Quebec, oh. and the Phoenix Coyotes are going to move to Houston. Quebec is a great city. <laughs> great. I fucking hate Quebec. <laughs> great fishing in Quebec. Get this guy a fucking poppers. <laughs> so I'm uh, vying for the Sacramento Kings. To move to Las Vegas. Um, though their stadium is new, it's the third smallest in the league. Uh, new location provides amenities for larger crowds. Fresh start for Sacramento has kind of been on a pretty medium swing for a while. And uh, it seems as though Las Vegas is ready to, you know, just bring in anything and throw any amount of money. Man, just Las Vegas, the home of the Kings, Knights, and Raiders. Oh, yeah. Make that part of the trifecta there. Um, so... That that is a one there. Any, any thoughts? I think if the Oakland Athletics end up moving there, they have to change their name to the Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Merlins. <laughs> the Merlins. Um, Jesters. I could hey, I could can see. You guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I could see an NBA team eventually ending up in Vegas, but I don't think it's Sacramento. I think it would be. I, I think I think it would either be New Orleans or. Um, Oklahoma, but a team as much as as much success as Vegas has been having, a basketball team will end up in Seattle before it ends up in Vegas. Okay, an NBA team. Um, but I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised because we were just kind of talking about it with the division realignment. It wouldn't be a bad idea to have if they were to expand the NBA to thirty two teams, 
Throw one in Seattle, one in Vegas, and then you can move the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies to the east. Mm-hmm. And man, would the east get a lot more interesting real fast. <laughs> um, it's funny you mentioned uh, the Thunder. Uh, I'm vying for... The Imagine Dragons to draft the Thunder <laughs> the, and the Lightning. Yes. The Oklahoma City Thunder to Kansas City. Uh, room to move to the location where the Royals and Chiefs play in their shared lot. Not much rebranding to be done because the team culturally is significant there as it is in Oklahoma City. Um, also, in my opinion, I understand the move from uh, Seattle from a financial point. But it is kind of just, it was, hey, this place is available. Yeah, that won't happen, though. The L.A. Chargers never catch on because of the immediate success of the Rams. And then we now see the birth of the St. Louis Chargers. God damn it, Paul. Yep. That almost happened. St. Louis Chargers is Kyle, Kyle, can I guess your next one? The New York Yankees moved to Colorado. No, that was funny. (laughs) What? Kyle posted an article that, like, back in, like, the 80s? Yeah. Back in the 80s that there was, like, a legit thing that, like, the, the Yankees were almost moved to Colorado. <laughs> That's dumb. Well, check this out. This one, I was very interested to hear Mock's take. <laughs> and then Mock would be a Mets fan. <laughs> Move the New York yeah. Giants to Albany. Yes, two-team arenas work, and I stand by them to provide, uh, by them is they just, they just work, because, you know, cities are tough. But, it is no uh, no secret that MetLife Stadium does not really have much personality. Open a field in Albany or neighboring towns in it. Uh, there's a lot of room around there. Uh, Giants already used to have a camp in Albany where they did uh, all their you know preseason training and whatnot. So uh, a football no. stadium in Albany would not be a problem. Access to major highways in every direction. It no. can keep the name. We renamed the Jets the New Jersey Jets. Move the Giants to Buffalo and bring the Bills to New York City and build a stadium in Manhattan. <laughs> well, one of mine was taken, which was the Chargers to St. Louis. You gotta be quick I on the also, draw, man. I also have the uh, Kings moving, but to Seattle. Mock, would you stand by the Giants moving to Albany? Keep the name and everything? The Albany Giants? They would have to be called the Albany, because it would be New York. They would be called the Albanians. <laughs> <laughs> the Albany Albanians. And, no, no. Um, yeah, I mean, I could, I could look at that. They're, they're going to be called the Dallas Jason Garretts. <laughs> I mean, it really, too, if you think about it, it doesn't change the drive that much from here to New Jersey to versus Albany. You're trading the traffic for the distance. Okay. Yeah. I got one. I ha- yeah. oh. Go ahead. All right. In the wake of the scruffle amongst uh, the city and the organization, the Chicago Bears move out of Chicago to relocate or to move to the Arlington Heights place. They change. They they no longer go by the Chicago Bears, and they now go by the Arlington Heights Bears or Illinois Bears or something weird. Mm-hmm. And then the Cardinals relocate back home to Chicago. Wow. Illinois Gross. has two football teams, and then Seattle gets to go to Illinois instead of Arizona. <laughs> Man, could you imagine that? After all that time, just like you know what, we're gonna send both you back, and you're gonna go a couple couple miles down the road. Oh, the Cleveland Browns go to Baltimore. <laughs> uh, oh wait, <clears throat> Souls, Kyle, you're doing a lot of like weird like like throat breathing. Well, Massey was going to go. So no, he said, ahead. oh, wait, because I said the Browns would move to the Baltimore Ravens spot. 
Oh. Like, oh, wait, it already happened. I have the Athletics going to Vegas because Athletics can't get a field. Vegas has been a hot spot and would probably produce a good fan base for baseball. And I also have Tampa Bay going to Montreal. Tampa Bay's fan base is fucking atrocious. Their field is atrocious. Uh, people have been trying to get Montreal to have another baseball team. And it would probably become very popular back in Canada. So, Solis, here's a contrarian thing I have to that. Move the Toronto Blue Jays to Buffalo. Um, not not because I'm anti-Canadian, not at all, um, but it does eliminate some travel red tape in Major League Sports. Um, and really, they're only about 100 miles apart uh, by, by road. Um, they could share the same locale as Buffalo, who is also vying for an updated playing area. So the two could be a, a good partnership for the Orchard Park area of Buffalo, new stadium for Buffalo, as well as a shared complex next to them in the Blue Jays, kind of like the way uh, Philadelphia does it down there. I think it would be good for the fan bases because it's not really not much of a trade. Yeah, but the fan base in Toronto way too big for the Blue Jays to move. You're saying it's, a, it's not that long of a drive. I mapped but it out also- today. It also doesn't matter if there's enough money thrown at the ownership. Hey, we'll give you all of this. And then my last one was Jacksonville to London. Yuck, don't even tell us why. All right. Now tell us why. Well, if a team was going to move to London, it's Jacksonville. I don't think that's going to happen. It would really suck. Jacksonville's going to Mexico. They're going to be the Incan Jaguars. <laughs> or Mayans. <laughs> Actually, both of those work. The Machu Picchu Jaguars. (laughs) I got another one here. Um, Move the Columbus Blue Jackets to Cincinnati. Um, As the saying goes, a place like Columbus is just a point on the line. Uh, Though third biggest city in Ohio, it lacks much to be desired as a hotspot. Who wrote these? I did. Um, Cleveland is home to three major sports teams, so does not need the add of a fourth. But moving to Cincinnati, it creates a third major sports team to be played in the southwest Ohio um, it kind of evens everything out. Fan bases already support that team, so the only logistical involved is perhaps adjusting the Cincinnati Cyclones to NHL specifications. Move the Raiders to Oakland. I That's right. never stand and by that. They would never play the there. Not a million years. San Diego. Nope, that would never happen. You show me one piece of evidence where either of those teams played there. And I'll tell you, you're right. And the Rams back to St. Louis. The Arizona Coyotes moved to Quebec to reintroduce the Quebec Nordics. That's a good name. It's a real team. Well, I'm saying it was a team that became... What? Were you saying that the Nordics became the... The Coyotes become the Nordics. The Coyotes go move to Quebec and they re-bring back the Nordics. Okay, I, I, I understand. Kind of like a Winnipeg, Atlanta, Winnipeg thing. Mm-hmm. Matt, you got any relocations? Yes. I'm going to take the Colorado Rockies and move them to Nashville. Wow. Any right. particular reason? Uh, Colorado's only been around since the 90s. I mean, Nashville's dying for a team. I don't necessarily think that the team is trying to get out of Colorado, but I think if we're going to take any team, be them or the Marlins. <laughs> I'm going to take a team and move it to Nashville because that's a city that's just grown and grown and grown. Move the Detroit Lions to the Lawson Found. 
Mock, do you have any teams you want to move? Um, we could move the Phillies to Baltimore. <laughs> hey, early. it's the same drive, man. It's the same drive. Well, no, that way, you know, they could just become the Baltimore Ravens in the MLB. Um, you know, get somebody to get the... doesn't have a friend no more. <laughs> well, he already replaced you with Massey. <laughs> I know the BFFs. They got, slum- they got slumber parties planned. Oh, yep. Yeah. So many slumber parties. Mox gonna braid Massey's hair. <laughs> <laughs> and Massey's gonna scrub Mox Grundle. Ooh. I'll tell you what. <laughs> gets dirty. Gotta get, those, gotta get those barnacles off. Oh, oh, kiss man. each other on the forehead. Hashtag bottom of boot. Oh, they're they're so gonna they're gonna I'm sit on the taking... they're gonna sit on the couch and watch TV together and just rub their feet together the whole time. <laughs> so the well, I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know that Mock and Massey are playing disc golf together on Saturday and they didn't even invite us. Whoa, that's true. I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars and moving I'm them to Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Massey's actually never stopped playing. We've had a standing Friday afternoon appointment. <laughs> <laughs> that I would buy. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably take it to that. God, I believe that's true. Good. I'm gonna be on the pro circuit pretty soon. Hey, Mark, how, how bummed are you gonna be if we all get aces at Cranberry? Like, not you. Real bummer. Yeah, real bummer. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are going to Toronto. Man, that, would, that would be fucking terrible. That would really throw some division shit off. Oh yeah, It'd be hysterical. I would love it. I don't know. Can they keep that name? Uh, the yeah, Toronto, Toronto Jaguars. The Jaguars of Toronto. It somehow sounds dirty. Jacksonville moves to Honolulu. They become the Honolulu Hawaiians. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Actually, it's not that bad. The Houston Texans <laughs> have adopted that. What? Uh, I mean, the Houston Texans aren't that different if the Honolulu Hawaiians are the name of the team. He's not wrong. I think they should just redo all of that. Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> the New York, New Yorks. Of AFC. It's a lot of Frank Sinatra. <laughs> the New York, New Yorks of AFC. The New York, New Yorks of <laughs> NFC. The Buffaloes of New York. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh to Philly? Hmm. Baseball, football? Huh? Baseball, football? Both. Wow. Me and the Steagles. What if they met? Halfway? No, no, because the Eagles are going to Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, you would love that, Kyle. It'd be so much shorter of a drive to go to football games. Fly, steel beams, fly. Stupid. <laughs> 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 you guys ever noticed Kendall has some some type of decent singing voice? It's not great. It's not <laughs> not good at all. He's tone deaf. <laughs> Kendall, give give us give us uh, give us a few bars here. You know you know, know. The, you know the verse the black kid sings in Sister Act two. I kind of Jesus do. walks. Yeah, I, give us that. I can't try to hit that note. Uh, I just want to see what your voice does. You know, I'll be singing the car sometimes, and I'll just stop because I'm like, oh my god. Like, that Wait a minute, because you're like, oh my god, I just hit a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no good singing. However, I would like to have a GSMD karaoke night. I think that would be a lot of fun. Oh man, you, I you, forgot one of my. You mean songs. when we do our draft and you just start singing songs <laughs> yes. by round four? Kendall, it's your pick. Let me finish the Ja Rule verse. <laughs> and I know. Any other relocations? Yeah, the NFL to the NHL. There we go. 
Man, could you imagine seeing fucking any of those fuckers try to ice skate? No shot. <laughs> OBJ playing goalie for the uh That's the cool thing about the NHL is that if they ever did like a all four sports, like they made like a team from each league to represent their league and they had to play all four sports and the winner like is the winner, the NHL would win. They got the edge all the way. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're already premier athletes and they can do four things at once. Yeah. Half of half of the half of the NFL has trouble figuring out if they have to come off the field or not when it's their time. That's right. You talking to me, coach? <laughs> Wait, we can tie. <laughs> Bless me. Thank you. <laughs> that that okay, video makes me laugh so hard. So funny. Who's the guy that made that gross milkshake on the sidelines? What? There was some guy at the combine like two years ago that like made like. He put like like tuna fish and red oh Gatorade. My. Oh, oh, oh! I, I, remember. I remember now. Um, oh, don't worry, Siri computer's on it. Was that a Bosa? Did one of the Bosa's? No, do that? it was an offensive lineman. I think. Oh, was it? Man, I, I'm oh. just imagining that combo, and that that kind of made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, Ben Bart. Uh, so, oh, so nobody. Yeah. Hey, Mock. Yeah. Well, would you would on. you rather I know think... that you're gonna finish last in fantasy for the next twenty years or have everything you eat and drink for one week taste like tuna fish? Oh man. Only what a was week. The first part? Uh, three weeks. What was the first part? He knows he's coming in last in fantasy no matter what fantasy it is for three for the next twenty years or for three weeks, everything he eats and drinks tastes like tuna fish. I honestly I think I'd have to do the three weeks. Because 20 years is just so long. I just would stop playing fantasy. <laughs> yeah, just, or or there's that, but I just like it so much. Ah, I, I have no problem with that. I was actually looking the other day at like ways to save some money, and I was thinking, like, oh, man, if I upgrade to if I downgrade to a flip phone, then I can't play fantasy. That could be my out. Do <laughs> uh, so you want to hear that protein shake recipe? Sure, go for it, then we'll go to break. Seven scrambled eggs, a big tub of cottage cheese, some quick grits, some peanut butter, banana, and some red Gatorade. Oh, no tuna fish. No tuna fish. Still, though, I mean, not an excellent shake. I don't care what you're going for. It's it's no good. Very high in protein. I Listen, I'll give it to him. No good. You're going to sit here and tell me you okay, wouldn't try okay. it if I made it? Oh, I'm, I'm having it. I'm just saying it's no good. You know what? I'm going to bring my big ninja blender. We're going to make that at the show that we're recording remote on Sunday. We're going to all try it. I'm in. Hey, guys, guess uh, I'm kind of busy Sunday <laughs> afternoon. You know, in fact, we should go. Here's the deal. If, who, if, if you're not there to try it, I dump it on you every time I see you till you try it. <laughs> every time we every time we play disc golf, every show recording. Massey, if you don't come here, I know where you live. Hold on. What am I having to try? We're going to make that. We're going to make that protein shake at, on Sunday. And I have to drink it all? No, not all of it. But everyone's going to try it. I think we have it before oh, right. before disc golf. I think get get their protein up. We no, I'm not making it for disc golf. Oh man, could you? I'll make it the night before and just put it in my car so I don't forget it. <laughs> oh my god! That way you guys can have protein popsicles. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Lick, lick, lick. Oh man, uh, a chunk of scrambled egg. Uh, uh, oh my god. Oh man, look at this red cottage cheese. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go to break. When we come back, we're gonna have a task to do. Kendall, you have a draft. I do. Kendall has a draft. He took mock segment. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> how do you feel about that? Well, he's a rat. Yeah. He called me today and said, hey, I have a great draft. I, I thought Mock was going to do one, but I know that he's been doing too many sleepovers with Massey. Verbatim. He said the last, he said the only draft that you and Massey do is who likes who more. 
and it's still going on. <laughs> With the 37th pick, I take me. <laughs> all right, so we're going to go to break. When we come back, we have a task, so I'm going to need all the cameras on when we come back from break. Um, so you guys can all laugh at each other. Be, it's really more for us. It's not really a good. It, it's not really great. It's not going to be great radio, but I'll describe it as it happens. Um, yeah, we'll do all this stuff on the other side, live on the PPRN Radio Network, home of getting sports with drunk on Monday nights. PPRN Radio, home of the Peter Pino Show. Peter Pino Show. PPRN Radio. PPRN Radio. Always on, sometimes off. PPRNRadio.net. PPRNRadio.net. The station that's home with your wife. While you're at work, we keep a company. We keep her happy. PPRNRadio.net. The most diverse playlist on the planet. 24-7, 365. Yes, your mama's station. Bringing that heat. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I am joined by Poops. Yep. Yeah. Can confirm. Hey, Kyle. Yep. You're the only one that'll really understand this. Um, but I wanted to give a toast of disexcellence to this league league of uh, league of uh, years guy or whatever the fuck his Twitter handle is. He said that uh, he said my hot take. I'll say it because no one else will. Demar Derozan is less deserving of an All Star starting job than Andrew Wiggins is. False. Yeah, big time false. That guy should fucking die. <laughs> I hope he gets hit by a fucking bus. <laughs> right. Get shot by an ambulance. I hope he gets hit by a bus that his mom's driving and then she totals the bus, causing herself to have paralysis from the nipples down. Right. All right, I'm going to need everybody to put the cameras on. Do a task real quick. Can you see us? No. No? Okay, give me one second. Well, I mean, do they need to, they need to see us? They need to see you. Okay. I don't. doesn't matter if they see me. God, I got to look at fucking Kendall's fucking face. I like how Massey changed his background so it looks more appealing for Mock now that he can see him. Oh, hold on. Ah. I, know, I know what's wrong. You know, best friends do that. I don't want them to see me. I want them to see you. Oh. No, I know. I gotta... Oh, what's this? Kyle, what are you laying on? Oh, right. God. <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals are cats. <laughs> uh-huh. The Bengals can also be dogs. Arr. Now you see us. All right, can you see? Can you guys see yes. Kendall? All right, Massey, I need you. To, I need you to calm down with your six-year-old version of yourself right now. All right, so you're gonna take take it in turn. This is task number fifty out of the uh, bring me the head of the taskmaster. One hundred and one tasks to do. Uh, take it in turn to pretend to do the following things. Most realistic attempt in the taskmaster's opinion wins. That's me. So I'm going to go through a list of things. There's 10 here. I'm not going to do all 10 of them because I don't want you guys to have to, you know, be overly over the top, get up and be active. So number one is uh, we're going to go in order. We'll go Mock, Kendall, Kyle, Massey. I'm, I'm in as long as this can be done from this chair. Most realistic attempt of going to sleep. 
Hold on. I gotta, I gotta turn this off. Okay. All right. So Mark just kind of like nose fucked the microphone and just closed his eyes, kind of like it. Kind of like a lean forward. All right, Kendall, give me your most realistic going to sleep. Also, just so you guys know, I've done that during shows. Yeah, we know. Don't worry. We hear you. That's why your snoring is so loud because you're you're deep throating the microphone. All right, Kendall. All right, uh, Kyle, give me your best going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> It was so aggressive. We lost Kyle for the night. All right. And Massey. Man, if there was ever time for a chair to break. (laughs) Tell you what, imagine if Ashley came in and just frapped him during that moment. (laughs) All right, I'll give you all a point for that one. All right. All right. Uh, Same order. Give me your most realistic attempt at a yawn. Mock. This guy did like a like a sideways mouth thing there. Oh, my God, okay. oh he Kendall did that. made me laugh. He did the <laughs> thing. All right, Kendall, go ahead. Okay, I gotta not laugh. All right. Well, just go. It's your turn. Okay. Close yeah. your mouth before I put my dick in it. Kyle. <laughs> so me I, ha- I have seen that. That that's the face of Psych is about to go on the TV. <laughs> Massey. This is great radio. Yeah, pretty good. I like it. We prefaced it though. <laughs> yeah, we prefaced it. This is this is for us more than it is for that them. That was an actual yacht too. So. All right, Mock, give me your most realistic attempt at an angry outburst without being vocal. Oh man. No, you can't ah, be vocal. Noise. <laughs> I make noise. I couldn't help it. And you just kind of did the Tom Segura fart sound. I tried to just make my face big. <laughs> Yeah, angry outburst equals pufferfish. I like it. <laughs> Kendall, face. give me your uh, give me your talking to Rebecca face. Right, <laughs> <laughs> or Kendall in traffic. Yeah, that like that was real. Oh man! <laughs> All right, Kyle, give me your give me your most realistic outburst without noise. Kyle, Kyle do you know what an angry outburst is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really happen very often. All right, and Are, Massey. What? All right, give me a second on this one. <laughs> I like to stand up. <laughs> I was trying to slam the table like I was angry. Kendall and Massey that. points on that one. All right, um, all right. Give me your most realistic duck quack. Can I use Same my order? What did you say, Mark? Can I use my hand? Sure. I feel like that needed Probably. a second one to be. <laughs> no, does it have to be just a solo like that? Or could it be like a like a a series? Something like you were just saying, like like a Brooklyn person saying "rat." Yeah. Kyle. Quack, 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 quack. Massey. That was a pig. <laughs> Sweet. I'm gonna give that one to Mock. What the heard heck? of them pig ducks? <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me give me your most realistic expression as to witnessing a robbery, Mock. <laughs> All right, Kendall, witnessing a robbery. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> Mass. Dude, don't have an angry outburst. 
That was good. I like those. Um, all right. Uh, Mock, winning the lottery. <laughs> Kendall? All right. You guys actually may have seen this before. Yeah, it's usually during drunken stuff. <laughs> Kyle? I feel like everything's an angry outburst, Kyle. <laughs> Matt? I had this. Faces. I mean, you wouldn't even stand up. I like how you're the man of many names, but the man of one face. <laughs> <laughs> Massey? I tell you what, that's exactly how I think Jeff would do it. (laughs) I got a shit. (laughs) Um, All right. All right, last one. Mock, ready? Give me your most realistic attempt at putting something in an envelope, sealing it, writing the address, and buying stamps. Or, sorry, not buying stamps. Putting a stamp on it. I was going to say, I got to, like, go to the post office? (laughs) All from the chair. All right. So you're putting something in the envelope, sealing it, writing the address, and putting stamps on it. All right. Kendall? Okay. I tell you, this is, this is very funny. <laughs> this it's is bad by far the dumbest thing we've done. Oh, yeah. All right, Kyle. Oh, lights in the way. (laughs) (laughs) I hate when I'm mailing and that happens. Go to Mass. (laughs) Kyle just looked at that envelope and didn't put anything in it. Mass, go ahead. Oh, man, this guy guy brought props. Guy brought props. Son of a bitch, I knew he was getting a prop. He has the actual envelope. Oh, man. The writing noise. That was awesome. Ah, wasted an envelope. Nice going. <laughs> All right. And last one, most realistic laugh. Mock, we're done with the yawn. <laughs> realistic laugh, go. <laughs> Kendall, go. <laughs> Kyle? <laughs> Massey? <laughs> no, that was a real laugh. That doesn't count. <laughs> Uh, that's so fair. I had to go last. Massey, give us a laugh. <laughs> I tell you, Massey can just start laughing at anything. Yeah, that was good. Massey wins this task. You did pretty good. There's your task. All right. So, Kendall, let's uh, let's let's get to this draft, and then uh, I mean, we're, we we kind of started a little late. We took kind of a long break, but that's all right. We do that from time to time. Let's do our draft so that we can uh, be off by eleven fifteen. All right. So, for this draft, it's going to be kind of a, a, a duel. We're going to do all-encompassing... Oh, man, we're going to fucking... We're going to fucking fence? Bingo. I did some fencing, Mazzy. Oh, fuck. So, if it fits you both categories... Kyle? No, you and I are fencing, and we're going to watch Clue while we do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's do this. Could fit either right, category. I'm watching Blue's Clues. Which one? Steve. Nice. OG. Kendall kind of looks like the Asian Blue Scoots guy. I don't know his name. Kendall. Nice. We're doing breakfast and brunch items. Across the board, we will decide if something is not fitting the criteria. I think you should just limit it to either breakfast or brunch. We gotta do both. 
All right, Mark Yourself Excel. Let's go. All right. You're going to do a random generator list thing? You're going to, like, suck your own penis? Uh, well, it's not out of the question. Oh, my God. Pornhub. Kendall Reed mounting compilation. Two minutes. <laughs> oh, the first thing is a mailbox? Mike, you're frozen on mine. Oh, yeah. Let it go. Come on, man. I wanted to see you. Yeah, my, my like, Wi-Fi doesn't hold up well. Nice, I like it. I liked the first one better. <laughs> the one that didn't work. <laughs> so what's the order? The order is Gilberto, Reed, The Mass, Moxine Washable, Hostess Cupcake. Kendall, I'm keeping track of this for you. Thank you. All right, I got the pick. The pick is in. <laughs> What's the first pick of the breakfast draft of the 2022 season? I select eggs. How? How are they prepared? They got to be prepared. I feel like for eggs, you got to have like you a specific specify. preparation. You got to specify. You can't just take eggs. Eggs, 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 eggs. <laughs> well, what's your favorite egg? You don't have, or, or you can change your pick if you don't want to pick a specific type of egg. All right, go on pancakes. All right, what kind of pancakes? Short <laughs> stack, tall just stack, right off the pancake. <laughs> All right, well then, Mark was gonna go pancakes. I will take no. the scrambled egg. All right, it's the worst of the egg. I like the scrambled egg. All right, scrambled egg. Should I just put wasted pick in there? <laughs> uh, Listen, I'm taking all the eggs that are available. <laughs> French toast. He kind of cares. Uh, me? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um, I'm going to take the omelet. Egg white or regular? Not egg white. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me. Yeah, what's that guy root for Michigan State? Paul, back to back? Yeah, I'm going to take two super contradictory things here. I'm going to take the biscuits and gravy and the mimosa. Yeah, you know. I. I was really thinking biscuits and gravy. Mock and Massey, you guys just got to do it here. Bloody Mary's got to come off the board here and breakfast martinis. <laughs> Martini. <laughs> you don't think Kendall's made an egg yolk martini? Oh, I'm sure he has. Today. <laughs> Kendall, uh, if I cracked an egg inside of a beer, would you drink it? I think we've actually done that. Yeah, we have. Back to me here, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm taking bacon. It's fine. I'd rather have biscuits and gravy. Yeah, yeah. me too. Biscuits and gravy! <laughs> Remember them, Kyle? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take eggs, Benedict. You know, you know what's ridiculous? I, I thought Paul was the only one that was going to take that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that'll come back. All right, Ken, you're up, kid. I will take the Bloody Mary here. <laughs> <laughs> virgin, though. He said virgin. He was no, 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 no. As much not, booze is permissible. He really just wants the celery stock. <laughs> I am taking the sunny side up egg. 
So, so you didn't want to pick an egg last time. <laughs> hey, got I've also never seen anybody order sunny side up eggs. Yeah. And sausage. Turkey, right? Link or patty? <laughs> I prefer patty, but links are fine. What I think sausage just gets sausage. I can, I can go with that. Okay. Um, I've already had so much hate for my first pick. I feel like I gotta do egg again. Um, but I won't. Sure. I am sure. I am going. You're gonna lose your own draft. Should I take breakfast martini? It's not a real <laughs> thing, man. Is it not just scotch for breakfast? Um. All right, I will stay beverage here, and I'm going to take. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to take a fan favorite of mine. Toast. I'm going to take toast. Toast rules. <laughs> Magic, take butter here, so we can't have butter toast. I don't care. Do you I'll really have, not care? I'll have nice dry toast the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's very funny. But, um, but butter is a bonus, yes. I'm going to go ahead and take waffles. You can have. You are just ruining your day. <laughs> How do you not like a good Belgian waffle? I didn't say that, but imagine eating waffles and French toast at the same time. <laughs> actually, there's a, these at the same time. Actually, I thought I, it was under. There's a there's a rest, there's a restaurant the that these are the only things you can have. There's a, there's a restaurant in Bridgeport that makes eggs Benedict on one is on a Belgian waffle and one's on a sack of French toast. Perfect. Wow. Yeah, it's twelve ninety nine, and I have shit so hard so many times <laughs> because of it. Where is this place? It's my hidden secret. You stay away. Oh. <laughs> Will you take me blindfolded? Not to that place, but I will take you somewhere. Alright. I'm just going to drop you off at Mox House. <laughs> <laughs> While you're on your way, bring that. <laughs> Mock, you're up. Biscuits and gravy! Um, Don't do it, man. Don't fucking do it, man. Don't you fucking do it. Ooh, daddy. <laughs> I know what Mock's going to take here. Uh, yes, you can take your own penis. So, so this is, is we're doing breakfast and brunch. brunch, brunch, which is just breakfast with booze. Oh man, I want. Uh, well, all right, I need a, I need a room vote. Okay, right. what do you got? We'll take it to debate. I want chicken and waffles. I think that stands. Ah, waffles is already taken, man. Oh, that is a fair point, Mark. I think this I particular is a dish. Yeah, no, the, the, I'm the, torn. The, I say we give it to Mark. Of course you do, because you're best friends. <laughs> um, I don't give a shit. So I got back to back? Yes, you do. Yeah. All right, I'm going the bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Classic. And if anybody can test it, we just gave chicken and waffles to go. No, I think that's fair. And I'm going to take uh, cereal. What kind yeah, of cereal? You, you uh, only get... Cream of wheat. <laughs> no, I don't have to. I don't have to pick the cereal, man. Corn pops, baby. Yeah, I think it's just cereal. I just get cereal. I had to pick a type of egg. Mock, you're up. 
Yeah. All right. But then you um, didn't. Yeah, because you guys made me. We didn't make you. No, Kyle, I don't appreciate you blaming us for your fuck-ups. Yeah, you guys fucked me. Well, that's just not true. Biscuits and gravy! <laughs> Very true. Uh, tell you what, okay. I'm, a, I'm having a pretty carbo-heavy breakfast. <laughs> oh. Alright, I will have... I'll tell you what, though. I think the best way to come down from a nice biscuits and gravy meal is a bowl of cereal. Cereal is so good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably in my near future. <laughs> like in the next 30 minutes. Yeah, pretty much. We gotta wrap this up. Toast is in my near future. <laughs> Kendall's eating 30 shrimp when he gets home. <laughs> gotta eat he some can't shrimp. eat 30 shrimp. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I once watched him eat 31 and tap out. I know he can eat 30. Nope. I can eat more than that. Whatever high lives are left over are getting drank in the shower when I get home. Nice. Yep. And I'll also be having leftover steak in the shower. Ooh. Oh, nice. Hey, there was a picture of a guy from the Chiefs game that was eating steak in Sanders. Like, yeah, there was also a guy at the Chiefs game that was also wearing a Cowboys hat. <laughs> I saw that. That's pretty funny. Um, all right. I'm going to go ahead. I'm taking chocolate milk. All right. Nice dense drink to go with your dense food. Chocolate milk is great. Chocolate milk oh, is great. But but chocolate milk is definitely rankable. I'm going to go ahead and take grits. Grits are solid. For a second, I thought he said ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's about to be <laughs> real pissed. Bread breakfast. Kyle's about to be like, are you fucking kidding me? That was a thing? <laughs> well, as I've always said, nothing completes breakfast you know, than seafood. So I'm going to be taking crab cakes here. No. No? No crab cakes for, for brunch? I've never heard of crab cakes for brunch. Oh, I had them for brunch. No, you eating crab cakes at 3 p.m. does not constitute <laughs> brunch. No, I had them in the morning. <laughs> That's also not brunch. You drank beer in the morning. Well, but see, I am the exception to the rule. I, then I won't take crab cakes. I thought that was going to be like a, a big win for me. Um... Hmm. It also wouldn't be a big win for you. Oh, I like those. If you're the only one. I will take the bagel. Damn, I thought it was going to make it back. With crab cakes on it. <laughs> sure, Kendall, you know what? You can have that, but only crab cake bagels. Is that like Scottish locks? <laughs> <laughs> I will be taking home fries. And hash browns. You know, I thought about it. <laughs> that would I'm a big fan of both. I will take orange. OJ? Okay, me? Not gonna no, take... the other guy. Uh, I will take hash browns. That's not what I wanted you to take. Fuck you, oh, Kendall. I'll take crab cakes then. You're getting crab cakes. What'd you take? Uh, hash brown. Mm. Well, hold on. I think there can be a distinction. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're talking salted or unsalted? <laughs> Peppered. Man, I need a minute now. Matthew will take mm. a whole onion here. 
Yeah, you never had the breakfast blooming onion? <laughs> oh my god, just a, man. that's awesome. It's just a blooming <laughs> onion, but with scrambled egg in it. <laughs> All right, we're wrapping this up. We're going to Wait, make that on, now. Hold on, because you might have just opened something up. <laughs> what, the breakfast blooming onion? That's a game changer, Paul. I made that for the family on Sunday. Yesterday, I made that for breakfast or Saturday. Sorry, the snow day. I made bre- I made a breakfast blooming onion. I thought that, I thought it was like a thing. Well, it's going what to be a thing for now. So I made I I, I bought a really big uh, Vidia onion, and I cut it like you would for a blooming onion, and then in like a Dutch oven, like I battered it and stuff, and then fried it like you would a blooming onion, and then in between the petals, I put scrambled eggs, bacon, sausage, and um, uh cheese and hash browns and then maple syrup is like the dipping sauce that sounds amazing i mean and it opens up the avenue for me to take the breakfast tricky leg with my next pick there is no last pick you're done oh man i don't get two picks nope this is the last one fuck how am i ever gonna decide (laughs) fuck i'm gonna go with the cinnamon roll here gross i like them we know Mock. I'm uh There's a reason why you're saved as Pillsbury Doughboy in Mock's phone. <laughs> it's not because he pokes your belly. Yeah. Uh, it's because he eats your rolls. Hey-o. You know uh, <laughs> uh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> that was a line crawl. <laughs> I I'm taking the English muffin. Mock loves putting his icing on your rolls. Listen, I'm more okay with that than the other thing you said. <laughs> Stuart! Stuart! Oh. Is it me now? Yes, take the fruit bowl. <laughs> the assorted fruit, please. Um, Man, I'm so torn now. We can do one more round. Fine, one more. Not how it works, Kyle. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take the uh, breakfast burrito and huevos rancheros. It's a good one, too. Huh? It's a good one, too. Uh, Breakfast tacos and a breakfast burrito. Fucking solid. Eh? Huevos rancheros is way better than a Cinnabon. I I would agree with you there. So then why didn't you take them? Because I forgot about it. Yeah, so technically I got steals. Yes. And you got your roll. Not a huge eaten. fan of the breakfast burrito, though. That's what I put in there first. Oh, breakfast burritos are awesome because they're so universal. It's almost like the crab cake of breakfast, you know. <laughs> so you just said that crab cakes aren't breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calling back. It's your own cock. Hey, oh. All right. So, Gilberto got pancakes. Well, no, I, I picked twice. Wait, so if I pick twice, you guys have to run it back. I didn't let you pick twice. So I said both things and you only gave me one? Yeah, I gave you the burrito. No, I want Wavos Rancheros then. Oh, all right. Oh. Massive with the You said, okay, we can job. do one more round and then fucking took the thing out. You fucking cocklick. Box said no. I want Wavos Rancheros. Okay. That was my last pick. I'll put Wavos Rancheros in there. All right, so Kyle got pancakes, sunny side up eggs, the sausage patty. Home fries. Okay, so Kyle picked the Grand Slam from Denny's. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and OJ. 
Yeah, you got the grand slam, you bastard. <laughs> Don't be hating. Reed got the scrambled egg, Bloody Mary, toast, bagel, and hash browns. You got the white trash grand slam, you bastard. Carbolood. <laughs> Wait, you got toast and... Well, if I'm drinking all those Bloody Marys, I gotta soak it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got French toast, eggs benedict, waffles, grits, and cinnamon rolls. You had me waffle the cinnamon roll. Mock got the omelet, bacon, chicken and waffles, chocolate milk, and English muffins. And Paul got biscuits and gravy, mimosa, bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, cereal, and huevos rancheros. All right, everybody pick a winner. You can't pick yourself. Mock. You're saying mock, or you're telling mock to pick? Uh, I'm saying mock because he has chicken and waffles, and I'm really mad I didn't think about that. Right. I'm picking Massey. I'll just throw the cinnamon roll away. <laughs> I'll put the icing on my eggs, Benedict. <laughs> I think a lot of ground was covered, but I think an important component of the breakfast and a brunch is the booze. And besides for me, picking booze, Paul took booze, so I pick him. I also picked the brunch cocktail. Yeah. Because mimosas are way better than Bloody Marys. Oh, listen, I don't, yeah. I don't disagree. I like, them, I like them both. Yes, Kyle. I pick him. Oh, thank you. Why? Is it all the bread? <laughs> I want to see Kyle I'm drink a Bloody Mary. Ma- I'm hoping Mock picks me. So we just have a five-way tie. <laughs> Come on, Mock, be nice. Here's the thing: I can't do the sunny side egg. <laughs> just, just flip oh. it over then. Pretty. <laughs> but it's a moonshine. Yeah, just make a different <laughs> thing. <laughs> Pretty much any other egg, Kyle, and you had me. You blew it. Dude, here, douche. <laughs> you blew it. And you, bl- and you blew it early. <laughs> um, I think I gotta go with Paul. I forgot about the bacon, egg, and cheese. And biscuits and gravy. Yeah, Biscuits you know, and gravy! Mac, you're a real mix. You know what's funny, egg. too? I oh, thought... Because you didn't... I was gonna go biscuits and gravy I, and eggs Benedict back-to-back, but I thought Kendall would take the mimosa, so I took it. He's right. You wouldn't have taken the mimosa. I would have taken both if I had the option. You would have had the option. I well, don't think anybody else was taking an alcoholic drink. No. I, I had mimosa on the on deck. No. All right. I wouldn't have taken an alcoholic drink. Kyle would have taken breakfast dew. <laughs> yeah. Do you have the AM Mountain Dew? Vodka you milk, got, please. You guys got any of those citrus egg yolks? <laughs> you know the just eggs that comes in the carton? You just squeeze some lemon and lime in there. <laughs> We're looking to do an egg back. Oh, man. Oh, what's that called? Is it... Um... Super duper double eggnog? <laughs> <laughs> I have a video of Jeff drinking in raw egg. <laughs> that is a classic... Uh... Fuck, what's the name of the street? Ba- Nobody took syrup, man. Maple. Leaving our stuff dry. Yeah, we didn't really include a lot of condiments in here. Butter, syrup, jams, jellies, crab cake, peanut butter. I mean, so, I guess. Would I, you, get, I get the so breakfast burrito. Like so the last couple brunches I've gone to offered prime rib. Really? I didn't think you guys would let that fly. I wouldn't have let it fly. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I mean, can we go to that brunch, though? Oh! 
hey, so since Kendall's going to be home, do you guys want me to make some really ridiculous shots for him to try? Yeah. Yes. Kendall, do you want to do you want to try the prairie oyster? Oh, I love the sound of it already. Wait, it's not going to anyone's butthole, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's so I have I have all these things at home. It's black it's black pepper, green Tabasco, red Tabasco, Worcestershire vodka, and a quail egg. Wow. Yeah, I'll give that a shot. Is that all again? Green Tabasco, red Tabasco, black pepper, Worcestershire vodka, and a quail egg. I have all those things at I'd home. Try it. I mean, what an unnecessary shot. I tell you what, I, you guys, I I might have to like. You guys might have an emergency phone call for me one weekend coming up in the next, like, we'll call it two months from now. You guys <laughs> yeah. might get an emergency phone call that I need you guys all to come over for breakfast. Why? Because I have been, like, thinking about it for eight months, and I finally pulled the trigger, and I bought an ostrich egg. A what? An ostrich egg. That's cool. Oh, God. I'm yeah. In. It's, coming in, it's coming in in a week, or I mean in a month. And uh, the I bought it from a breed of ostrich that apparently the eggs laid are about the equivalent of 36 chicken eggs. So, what do you make of? A big egg. How are you preparing said egg? Oh, so, one, one egg Benedict, of course. Nice. Yeah, baby. Can you imagine a big sheet? How are you going to get a pot big enough to do that? I have a pot big enough to do that. What are you putting in there? Dutch oven? No, a pot. I have a sauce pot. Like a real sauce pot. Like, like a... Like a, like a like a 30 quart sauce pot <laughs> is it gonna be like wide enough for it so yeah much yeah i'm gonna need you guys to help big time how are you gonna get it out i tell of you what though part of me does want to cook it like sunny side up and then just put a straw right in the yolk and just suck it out <laughs> you're so rich what a mess it wouldn't be a mess at all <laughs> i think we should hard boil it it oh, takes man. seven hours to hard boil it wow and then when you like slice it like a piece of cake, like what do you do? Low and slow. <laughs> it, it, you also you also need to use like like a like a hammer and a chisel to break it open. Yeah. Ugh. Oh man, let's get it egg tossed. You, you know what I should do? I should just I should raise up all the ingredients and make like and just make a fucking cake. <laughs> like okay, oh, you need man. two eggs to make a cake. This is thirty six. So I'm gonna make. I'm just really, really quickly you're just gonna make 18 cakes, <laughs> but in one cake. Oh, I think I'm just gonna put it in the toaster oven. Crock pot it. I'll crock pot cook it. Wow, there you go. Just slow cook an egg for four days. <laughs> It'll really get a nice crust on the outside. <laughs> if you made like a frittata. Hey, there you go. Nelly? Yeah. Freaking good call. There you go. Um, Kendall. Yes. What does PPRN have lined up this week? Well, let me tell you. The Peter Pino Show returns this Wednesday at 7.30. Koyo Rama, Sundays at 2. Friday Night Delight, uh, one of Mike Rotola's many shows on the network. He and his wife, Jess, do a show on Friday night at 5. Getting Sports with Drunk, Mondays at 8 p.m. The Gray Area with Aaron Kinner, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Hello, yeah, uh, is live Tuesdays at 2, and a replay of the previous week's show at noon. Uh, it's the Boo Show, Thursdays at 7, and every other Saturday is Mixtape Saturday. Uh, this previous weekend was uh, Mixtape Saturday, so stay tuned for the upcoming lineups. Mark, where can they find us? Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's eating his rolls, 
or being forced to pick an egg. Like, comment, subscribe. Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Beer reviews? Kyle? Uh, I don't know what it was called. You had the Sloop Green Island Tropical IPA. Yeah, it was very good. It had a very nice tangerine taste to it. Um, I definitely get it again. We talking halos? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think those are clementines. Yeah, same difference. It's not, man. But it was very tasty. I recommend it to all. It'd probably be better in the summertime than now. But whatever. Four point oh. four out of five. Kyle, is that a shutter above your head? I don't know what's above me. <laughs> Uh, Mark, how was your agua? Exhausting. Mass, how was your agua? Refreshing. Kendall, how was your Sun Lab? Uh, it was pretty good. 7% ABV. Uh, I'll give you the list of hops they included here. Hazy, India. Uh, Galaxy Eldorado Kohatu. I don't know, I don't know the last one. Uh, it was, it was okay. Uh, I found it to be a little burning out of the palate. Uh, it wasn't. It, it, it was an okay IPA. I will give it uh, three point one out of five. Would maybe get again. And I also had another highlight: the champagne of beers. Also, the greatest beer of all time. Five out of five. Uh, easy drinking anytime. Oh man, this pre- this praline shot. I don't need one quail egg. I need five quail egg yolks. Oh my! I have those though. I got I I I got twenty four quail eggs at the house. I've been buying exotic eggs, lots <laughs> of them. I'm not even kidding. I've so in my fridge right now. I have quail eggs, duck eggs. Um, I have one other bird, another fowl. Yours though. Well, listen, we gotta, we gotta queue up this breakfast date. And then I have Samantha's eggs in the fridge. Hey-o. fresh. <coughs> I like them scrambled. Nice. Splash of milk. Um, make sure to tune in all the great stuff happening on the PPRN radio. No- oh, I had a bunch of high life. It was great. Um, nice. Actually, another another bonus task for you gentlemen for an extra GSWD point to whoever I pick. Um, I would like, if you could, if you guys can remember... By Saturday, we'll call it Saturday, if you guys could all submit a legit option for my February-themed beer. Because Monday was the, or uh, January was the domestic kind of like shit brews. Had the, like, Madagascar, the High Life. What else did I have? Connecticut Breweries. Submit it to me in text. I will not take answers now. The lines don't open until midnight tonight, mass. Uh, Read the terms and uses again. That wasn't pre-established. You didn't read the term in use. My bad. Yeah, you're right. Um, ah, whatever. It's not important. But I drink all domestic shit. So we're going to drink a different theme for all of February. Rolling Rock. Well, I did have Rolling Rock. I love Rolling Rock. But until then, I'm your host, Cupcake, The Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen. Washable. I'm Greg. The Master of Massey. And the Rat
have a red baron. Crab cake suck, crab cake suck, crab cake suck, crab cake suck. Yeah. Oh, I gotta stand up my